It's time for Louisville City FC. It's full time. Louisville wins a second consecutive cup. Right here on ESPN Louisville. Six players in the wall for L.A. It's Niall McCabe. He goes for a goal and he scores. Niall McCabe around the wall. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. For the final time this regular season and perhaps the final time all year with the playoffs coming up, Louisville City find themselves on the road tonight. It is their regular season road finale. They are in Texas, in Edinburgh, Texas to be specific, where tonight they will face off with Rio Grande Valley FC. I'm Jeff Milby. Casey Whitfield is alongside. And Casey, for this final road game of the regular season, it is an extremely important game because of where Louisville City find themselves in the standings now after this loss last week to Memphis. Entering action this weekend in the USL Championship, Lou City two points ahead of Memphis in those Eastern Conference standings for that number one spot in the Eastern Conference. A bye is the prize if they get that number one spot and obviously home field advantage in the playoffs. Memphis is currently playing. That is a scoreless game between Memphis 901 and Miami FC. They are in the second half of that game, so we'll keep our eyes on that score as well. As that stands, that brings Memphis to within one point of Louisville City for that number one seed in the Eastern Conference. So the three points on offer tonight for Lou City down in Texas against Rio Grande Valley. We'll call them RGV for this broadcast. Those three points are very important. It's an extremely important match because Memphis has all the power right now because of having the game in hand. So Lou City has to go and take care of business each game so they can do everything they can to ensure that they are in the best position to be number one. So it's a very, very, very important win. I believe it also has to deal with the most number of wins that we've had in a season. It ties that as well. So, again, another cool milestone that they would be able to accomplish tonight. But I think overall, it's a must win. No question about it. You cannot drop points. It cannot be a tie. It would be the 20th win of of Louisville City's season. That would be the first time in team history they've had 20 wins in a single year. And if they win it to get to 66 points, that would tie the best ever point total that any Lou City team has ever had in this, the eighth season of Louisville City's history. Let's take a couple of steps back and talk about that game last week because it plays so significantly in what is to come for the rest of this season and certainly what is to come tonight. It was a 2-1 to one loss against Memphis, number one against number two in the Eastern Conference. There were fireworks on the field late in that game. We had three straight red cards in stoppage time. That is after Memphis had come from behind to score a winning goal in stoppage time. And as a result of those red cards, as a result of that fight that we saw between Memphis and Louisville City, Lou City is going to be very shorthanded tonight. A red card was shown to Tyler Gibson, so he is forced to sit out this game for that red card suspension. And then retroactively, the league assessed a one-game suspension to Corbin Bone as well for his actions that he that he had in that fight between Memphis and Louisville City late in that game last week. So those are two of your first-choice midfielders that are missing tonight for Louisville City. Combine that with some injuries, notably to Niall McCabe, who is out for the rest of the season, and Louisville City is very shorthanded. This week, in speaking to media, Danny Cruz, Louisville City's head coach, said he would be surprised if he could put out an 18. You're allowed 18 players to dress for any given game, and in fact, they do not have 18 players available tonight, just six players off the bench for Louisville City. But those 
those two suspensions to Gibson and Bone are going to be huge in the midfield tonight, Casey. That plays a massive factor because that's a very critical positions that you're missing. And to then be low in those types of positions, that's not what you want at all. Lucy does have the advantage of having quite a bit of depth. But when you're missing two key players, players like that that are in the same position, you only have so much depth in each position. Yes, they have a lot of depth, but it's spread throughout the field. So it will be a little bit different lineup. We will see some different phases. Players are going to have to adjust to it, but it's a huge loss off of what was a very... Unfortunate. I don't want to say like. I think unfortunate is fair. Yeah. Play like unfortunate decision making at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah so. certainly. Certainly, tempers were high in that game. Yes. We know so much about Memphis. They're a chippy team. They're a talking team. They like to talk trash, and that is a burgeoning and and really true rivalry now in the Eastern Conference between Louisville and Memphis. That might play a factor come the playoffs. One note though about the players that are available off the bench tonight for Louisville City. A big name is back for the first time in quite a while. Cameron Lancaster upgraded to questionable. That was his status this week leading up to the game. He is available off the bench. And, of course, Lancaster, one of the great goal scorers in the history of the USL, the greatest goal scorer in the history of Louisville City. He's only played three times this season. He had an injury that he suffered in the final game of preseason that kept him out until early June. And then he pulled out of warm-ups in a game in mid-June and we've not seen him since. It's been a groin injury. We never really knew the seriousness of the injury. Obviously, it was pretty serious to keep him out for this length of time. But he is back and available off the bench tonight. That is a huge addition for Louisville City, not just for this game, given that they are shorthanded, but also if they can get him fully healthy and get him back in goal-scoring form heading into the playoffs. He is an absolute ace up the sleeve for Louisville City if he's healthy. Yeah, it's so exciting to be able to have him on the bench, to see him on it. We haven't been able to see him for quite a while, like you said. And we got a little sneak peek last game during halftime. He came out, uh, passed around a little bit, pregame was passing around. We're like, wait, is that is that Lancaster? Is he finally getting healthy? So really excited to see him on the sideline. I am hoping that he'll be able to get some minutes in today. I think the more that they're able to get him a little bit time, ease him back in, the better it is for him. So that way, come playoff time, he could maybe play a few more extended minutes. I don't see him going more than 20 minutes tonight. I think that would be an absolute max. But I think Danny Cruz needs to look at starting to getting him on the field, getting him back into playing shape, getting the players used to playing with him again. So really excited to be able to see him. And I'm sure Wilson Harris is excited to maybe be able to get a potential break during these games. Yeah, Lancaster has not played since June 5th. That was a loss at Tampa Bay. And again, that was only the third game of his season. He has scored twice. He scored twice in his only start of the year. That was a win against FC Tulsa back on May 28th. So Lucidity on the road tonight in a very, very important late season game. Their final regular season road game against Rio Grande Valley, the RGV Toros, they call them. Kickoff coming up for this game at the bottom of the hour, a little bit past 830 When we come back after this commercial, we'll talk a little bit about RGV. They are a very dangerous team that is in very good form right now. So it'll be a challenging opponent tonight for Louisville City. You're listening to Lou City Soccer here on ESPN Louisville. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hey, I'm a coroner. It can be a tough job. But you know what makes it even tougher? Seeing people senselessly die because they didn't bother to use their seatbelts. Or senselessly die because they got distracted by their phone. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down. Because by the time I see you, it's too late. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. At UofL Health Urgent Care Plus, the plus makes all the difference. You get convenient, world-renowned care that's backed by a network of academic expertise. Less wait time, plus more advanced technology. Compassionate care, plus no appointment necessary. It all adds up to a smart choice for the best care close by. So don't put your health on hold. That's the power of you. Visit uoflhealth.org. You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome back. We're getting you set for the game tonight. Louisville City on the road for the final time this regular season. They are in South Texas in Edinburgh, Texas. That is in Hidalgo County, right on the southern border with Mexico. Rio Grande Valley FC. They are the hosts tonight. Uh, facing off with Louisville City. They come into the game with a record of 12-12-6. That is good for seventh place in the Western Conference. This is RGV we're talking about. They are the final team to make the cut for the Western Conference playoffs as it currently stands. They have a one-point lead over Las Vegas Lights and a two-point lead over Oakland and Monterey in the Western Conference. They do have games in hand on all three of those teams, however. So RGV certainly in good position right now to make that final playoff position in the West. And that is due to a good run of form. They have moved into that playoff position because they've been playing really well lately. They've won four consecutive games. They've won five of their last six overall. And they've suffered just one loss in their last nine games. That is a stretch that dates back to July 27th. So Casey Whitfield, this is going to be a very difficult opponent for Louisville City to face, a team that needs to win just as badly as Louisville City does in the grand scheme of their season, and a team that is coming in very confident as well because they've won four straight. Well, and not only you said that in their past six games they've, they're have they undefeated in five of them, they also have 15 goals in those games. That's a lot of goals. That's a team that can score, and so they are a very dangerous team attacking wise they're starting to find their form they're really getting into rhythm they are extremely motivated because right now they're sitting seventh but they do have the potential to jump up the table quite a bit with having two games in hand on several of those teams so they're looking to make a lot of moves tonight by getting this win jumping the table seeing if maybe they can get some home field advantage come playoff time so it's a massive opportunity for them 
and it is for Lou City. So it's both teams have a lot to play for in this match. So it could present to be a very exciting match. It's going to be a battle of the defenses because both teams are capable of scoring a lot of goals. So it's going to be a true, true test for the defense. One of the players to watch tonight for Rio Grande Valley that, that we've seen, Christian Pinson. He is a second-year professional, a 24-year-old from California. This will be just his 11th game for RGV, but in the 10 games that he has played, he's already scored seven goals, and as we've seen, Casey, he's had some really terrific finishes for some of those seven goals. Oh, I was looking at some of the highlights, and they are phenomenal finishes. He's a player that... Likes to attack on the dribble. He's dangerous from far out on shots. He can get inside the box and be very cheeky with his footwork, too. So he's a player that you're going to have to know where he is at all times and understand that regardless of where he is in the final third, he's capable of scoring. So again, Christian Pinso is one of the danger players. He will start tonight for RGV. The full starting lineups will be coming your way in just a few minutes, right before kickoff. But when we come back after this break, Casey Whitfield will have her keys to this game. Again, Lou City clinging to first place in the Eastern Conference. They need all three points tonight that are on offer as they travel to South Texas to take on the RGV Toros. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN Louisville. Here are five big reasons to buy a Toyota Camry. It's built in the USA. Camry's got style and innovation. It's America's best-selling car. The electrified Camry Hybrid has a driving range over 600 miles. And the number one reason, the great fuel savings. At an EPA-estimated 52 MPG, Camry Hybrid could save you thousands in fuel costs over the next five years versus the average new vehicle. Get details of all offers and fuel savings at buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome back. Just a few minutes to go before kickoff in South Texas as Louisville City travels to face off with RGV the Toros in an East versus West battle tonight. 
in a game that both teams need desperately. And ahead of tonight's game, Casey Whitfield has her keys to the game. So Lou City has to capitalize on opportunities in the run of play. We have to do a better job of putting our chances away that we create in the run of play. We do so well to create these opportunities, but we have to start finishing those. We have to be more technical when we get into the final third. Next, tidy it up in the back. We overall just have to be cleaner in the back with our possession out of the back, our first touch, our clearances. It just has to be better. This is going to help to eliminate any free chances for RGV in and around the final third. And then finally, take care of business. I had a coach tell me that away trips are just business trips. You're going there to do a job, and tonight the job is to win and get three points. So we have to stay focused on the task at hand so we can take care of business. Kick off in just a few minutes' time. When we come back after this final break, we'll give you the starting lineups and the kickoff ahead of all of the action here. You're listening to it. It's Louisville City Soccer on ESPN Louisville. As a sponsor of Lou City FC, LG&E is proud to empower sweet passes, monster saves, and in our humble opinion, the most loyal, loudest, loudest fans anywhere. And when we're not... <clears throat> And when we're not cheering on the players, we're working hard for our customers with sustainability initiatives like SolarShare and electric vehicle charging stations. At LG&E, our energies go to scoring goals and to serving you. Learn more at lge-ku.com. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Ellison Bodenhausen Orthopedics has cared for University of Louisville athletes and all of Kentuckiana for more than 50 years. From physical therapy to total joint replacement, Ellison Bodenhausen offers the highest quality orthopedic service. Ellison Bodenhausen guarantees same-day appointments. Whether your little one was injured on the playground or ball field, your significant other got hurt at work, or your elderly parent is suffering from aches and pains, book an appointment at enbortho.com. Proud supporter of UofL Athletics and you. Book your appointment today at enbortho.com. Lou City FC and Racing Louisville merch is the best way to show pride for your teams and your city. Lancaster firing a shot from very far out and knuckled it in. Our 2022 jerseys are now available, so grab your kit and get ready to cheer on the team this season. Visit the team store at Lynn Family Stadium open Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6 to check out the new apparel, accessories, and novelties arriving weekly. Or shop online at shop.lucity.com and shop.racingloufc.com. Moments away. Moments away from kickoff at HEB Park in Edinburgh, Texas. That is very much in South Texas, in the bottom corner of Texas, you could say, on the Mexico border, just across the border from Reynosa in Mexico. It is a difficult place to get to, in the words of Danny Cruz. He coached in the Western Conference for a time as an assistant at Real Monarchs, and that's what he said stood out to him about Edinburgh, Texas, is that it is a difficult place to arrive to. But Louisville City has arrived there tonight. And they will take part in tonight's game against RGV Toros. Tonight's starting lineups are presented by 
Craft House Pizza. We will begin with the hosts, RGV, a record of 12-12-6, as we mentioned. Seventh place in the Eastern Conference. An MLS veteran in goal for them, Tyler Derrick. The back line, a three-man back line for RGV. It is Juan David Cabezas, Eric Pimentel, and Wahab Akwe. In the midfield, Akeem O'Connor-Ward will man it defensively. And then four players will play in a more attacking role. Ricky Ruiz, Emilio Icaza, Jose Torres, and Jonathan Ricketts. And then two attacking players. Jonas Fjeldberg, a former Indy 11 player. He will pair with the player we highlighted in the pregame, Christian Pinson, who again has scored seven goals in his ten appearances for RGV. They're coached by Wilmer Cabrera, who is in his second stint with the club. Louisville City again shorthanded tonight on Only 17 players dressing. They had 18 available positions to dress, but only 17 dressed tonight for Lou City. Kyle Morton in goal. Amadou Dia at left back. Wes Sharpie, Josh Winder, and Sean Tosh at center back as they go with a five-man back line. And Manny Perez at right back. In the defensive midfield, Paolo Del Piccolo, along with the youngster, the teenager, Carlos Mogel Jr. And then the attacking three. It is Enoch Mushagalusa on the left, Ray Serrano on the right, and Wilson Harris down the middle for Louisville City, who remains Remains in first place in the Eastern Conference, 19-6-6, 63 points for head coach Danny Cruz. Our referee tonight, Ricardo Fierro. He will manage the game. He has the whistle to his lips, and he blows that whistle to get us underway at HEB Park, a stadium that seats just shy of 10,000 fans. It is, though... A terrific surface, which is not always something you can take for granted in the USL Championship. Something of a luxury, really. It is a stadium with a wide and large grass field, and that's something, Casey, that Danny Cruz said uh, he was looking forward to, in fact, going down to Texas. It's not a situation where you're playing on turf, not a situation where you're playing on a baseball field. Lou City can play comfortably like they do at home on a large field where they can knock the ball around and possess the ball, which is really, truly their style. Yeah, this is an absolutely massive field, and I think that definitely suits the style of Loose City. And it could also be very beneficial with the style that they're looking to play tonight with the three center backs, with Amadou D and Manny Perez being kind of a attacking and defensive player using that width. Loose City with an early chance. Harris had the ball in the box and had it taken away by an RGV defender. Loose City moving from left to right in this first half. They've played about a minute down in South Texas. Loose City wearing their road white uniforms with vertical purple stripes on the jerseys, black numerals and letters, white shorts and white socks as well. RGV wearing light blue Jerseys with white shorts and light blue socks as a ball is deflected into the diving arms of the goalkeeper Tyler Derrick for RGV. A minute and a half gone in this game. Derrick bouncing the ball out in front of him. It is a relatively light crowd down in South Texas. 80 degrees on a warm night, as you might expect in that part of this country. We might be in the first weekend of fall, it feels like, in Louisville, but they are still very much in the warm season down there in South Texas. A foul in the midfield goes against RGV. It'll be a fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City. And Juan David Cabezas called for the foul there. It'll be a free kick to Lou City in their attacking half. On the inside right, maybe 10 yards past the midfield stripe, Paolo Del Piccolo went down. Yeah, and it's definitely a foul. It's just a late challenge there. And Paulo Del Piccolo does good to protect the ball there and put himself in between the player and the ball to draw that contact. After that free kick, it's sent out of play and a throw here to RGV deep in their defensive half on the near side there left. 
The midfielder Akeem O'Connor-Ward takes the throw, and under pressure from Lucidi, it's cleared upfield with the boys in purple who are wearing white tonight. Came down with possession for a moment. They tried to play it forward to Wilson Harris, but he couldn't find the ball, and it's out past the inline for a goal kick to RGV. We touched on it, Casey, in the pregame. The way that game finished last week against Memphis for Louisville City certainly would have left a sour taste in their mouths. They give up a late goal in stoppage time to lose the game, and then obviously the fight afterwards that results in multiple suspensions for Louisville City. You'd think early in this game they're going to come out focused, determined, maybe a little bit angry as Harris has the ball in the box. He drip, uh, drops it off backward to Musha Galusa. An attack here for Louisville City on the right side of the box. Manny Perez now dribbling in against O'Connor Ward. He plays it back into the middle to Carlos Mogel Jr., about 25 yards from goal. Now Amadou Dia on the left, and Dia gives it away. And RGV will come forward as actually a foul has gone against Louisville City to give a free kick to the hosts here, RGV, in their defensive half. But you'd think they'd be a little bit angry coming into this game, Louisville City, the way the last one finished. No, I think you're absolutely correct. And some of the players in the post-conference were saying that is not who we are, that is not the way we play. It was completely unacceptable because it was a very disappointing end to the match. It's uh, very uncharacteristic of Lucidity, of the players. And so I definitely think that there was some anger, some revenge wanting. And so you're going to see that transition hopefully over into this game in a positive way with a higher energy, a higher competitiveness, and a really drive to get the win. Four minutes gone by. The free kick for RGV sent long down the right side toward Jonas Fjeldberg. It's out for an RGV throw. They throw it in to Fieldberg once again, cleared away by Louisville City. A second clearance by Amadou Dia on the far side is deflected. It falls in the midfield to Ray Serrano, who has dropped back for it. Now it's with Wilson Harris for Lou City. They're in the attacking half. Carlos Mogel on the midfield stripe, not Amadou Dia on the far side of the left, dribbling forward. 40 yards from goal to Musha Galusa on the far sideline, dribbling backward into the midfield now, uh, Carlos Mogel Jr., and backward further away from goal to West Sharpie, who's playing as the middle of the three center backs. The left center back, Winder. The right center back tonight, Tosh. It's now Ray Serrano on the near side, on the inside right, trying to play it through on the ground toward Manny Perez. A good idea there, but cut out by Akeem O'Connor-Ward for RGV. Yeah, it's definitely the right idea, but not the right ball. He's trying to push it through a seam that is not near... Perez whatsoever and the defender had tucked inside he almost should have looked for Perez at the feet there it's O'Connor Ward with it for RGV along their back line he's playing almost as a left back right now and now it's all the way back to the goalkeeper Tyler Derrick for RGV he's forced to clear it upfield where it's headed forward by Sean Tosh at midfield toward Wilson Harris he's trying to hold it up ball knocked down Harris now comes up with it on the inside right 30 yards from gold drifts into the middle of the field plays it on the ground to the inside left Amadou Dia top of the box toward Ray Serrano cut out by RGV but picked up in the midfield by Mogel for Louisville as the attack continues Manny Perez on the right whips in a good cross to the penalty spot it's Shot toward goal by Musha Galusa and saved by Tyler Derrick, but a whistle has gone, and it's going to be a free kick to RGV. Not sure what the foul call was there, but a great opportunity for Louisville City on a great ball in from the near side, the right by Manny Perez, and Musha Galusa just needed to pick out either side of Tyler Derrick. There's a couple things that I love about this. One, the placement of the ball from Manny Perez was absolutely perfect. Two, the first, the near post run from Ray Serrano is really great. It's just a little over his head. And then Musha Galusa making that second run in behind. The fact that there were two runners getting on the end of that cross is absolutely incredible. It was a nice look. I think there's a little push in the back is what they're calling there. 
I didn't see a whole lot of contact, but the referee had a better angle. But I, I, I thought it was a great opportunity for Lou City. Yeah, so after that foul against Lou City, a free kick for RGV. They try and build out of the back. Coming forward for them on the far side, Jose Torres. He wins a throw about five yards from midfield. He'll play it back to Jonathan Ricketts along the back line. Ricketts all the way back to the goalkeeper, Tyler Derrick, and out of the near side, Eric Pimentel in the RGV half still defensively. Lou City giving them a little bit of time and space, not pressing up high in their face just yet. It is now Torres who's dropping very deep. He's playing as a center back right now, the number 10, wearing the captain's armband. He drops it all the way back to the goalkeeper, Tyler Derrick, in his penalty area. Now to the far side, that is Akwe, in fact. Akwe plays it long, headed down. RGV in possession once again. They've crossed midfield into the center circle. Ricky Ruiz, number 17, dribbling toward the near side. Tried to play it forward. It's deflected by Sean Tosh for Lou City. And out for a throw to RGV on the near side. Their left, seven minutes gone in this scoreless game down in South Texas. And RGV really hasn't seen much of the ball, and a lot of that's due to the credit of Lou City. Yes, Lou City might be playing a different formation, but they're doing really well still with their pressure and forcing RGV into uncomfortable situations, which is allowing them to turn them over in really good positions. RGV goes long. Pinson on the ground to Fjeldberg. Maybe a chance here for RGV. Ruiz plays it across the face of goal. It's a loose ball in the box, headed away by Manny Perez out of the box. Scrambling defense there for Louisville City, but they did the job. It's cleared all the way up to midfield, but still with RGV as they continue this attack. On the far side, it is Torres. He plays it into the box, into the six-yard box, and it's caught by the goalkeeper, Kyle Morton. I think in the end that might have been Ikaza, who actually played in the ball for RGV. But a couple of good chances there for the hosts for the first time tonight. Casey, eight minutes into this game with no score. Well, that's exactly what they're capable of. They're a team that can thrive in quick transitions and catching you off guard. They do so well with committing numbers forward, and that's exactly what happened in that situation. Here comes Lou City with some very fluid play. It's Wilson Harris on the left side of the box in the attacking end. Plays it back to his right foot. Back Backward to Musha Galusa, now Amadou D on the left. Puts in a cross, high into the air. Might have been deflected. It goes behind into the side netting. It's out for, I think ultimately will be a goal kick here. Thought it might have been deflected on that cross from Dia, but the referee disagrees and gives the goal kick here. Regardless, he didn't get his hips around the ball, which is why the contact went, or why the ball went over the end line instead of across the goal face. There was two runners in the box. So I think Musha Galusa just has to be a little bit stronger there on that service. Nearly nine minutes gone in this game in South Texas. And if you're listening to us here on ESPN 680 and 105.7, you may also be aware that Racing Louisville is in action tonight down at Lynn Family Stadium in Butchertown. This is their season finale. They unfortunately did not make the playoffs, but they're coming off of one of the better wins they've had this season against Angel City out in Los Angeles last week. Currently, they are scoreless with the Kansas City Current at Lynn Family Stadium as an offside flag goes up here in our game in South Texas against RGV. Ricky Ruiz would have been in had the flag not gone up, but Lou City thankful to see that flag go up on the far side. It'll be a fifth-third free kick to Lou City in their defensive half just on the edge of their penalty area. And I think Lou City, the style they're looking to play is almost bypassing the midfield a little bit more so than they have previously and that's because they don't have as many numbers so they're looking to play a little bit more direct style trying to get Wilson Harris more involved earlier on in the field instead of trying to have more possession build up through the middle of the field to advance it up the field and that's due just like I said to the numbers not being there they don't have the bodies to be able to play through the middle of the field like they're used to a third game that we have our eye on tonight Memphis in action against Miami we've already mentioned it a couple of times but this significant for Lou City's standing Memphis currently controls their own destiny but right now 
now they are dropping points as it stands. It is scoreless between Memphis and Miami down in South Florida, and they are inside the final 10 minutes in that game. So we'll keep our eyes on that as well. Right now it's past the 10-minute mark in South Texas. Still no score between Lou City and RGV. A long ball from RGV from left to right along diagonal looking for Fjeldberg, but he's shielded away from the ball by Amadou Dia, and Dia watches the ball roll past the far sideline for a throw to Lou City. This will come deep in their defensive end just a few yards from that corner flag. And Josh Winder playing at left center back on this five-man back line tonight will take it. Winder has returned to Lou City after going off on international duty for the U.S. U-19 men's national team. He started twice in the Slovenia Nations Cup, including wearing the captain's armband in the U.S.'s game against Scotland. He also had an assist against Croatia. As a foul goes against Louisville City in the midfield here, he'll give a free kick to RGV in the the RGV attacking half, the Lou City defensive half, but... Certainly a great opportunity for Winder to go off and represent his country, and not just represent his country, but be the captain for the U19 national team. What a great opportunity, and for a player that has just really grown throughout this entire year. He's been so fun to watch develop out there to become such a strong center back and to become such a leader out there at such a young age. It's a great opportunity for him to continue to grow his career and for exposure for Lucidity City as well. 11 and a half minutes gone and a dangerous free kick situation here for RGV as we look for an opening goal in this game. Two players standing over the free kick. It's on the inside right in their attacking half, maybe 20 yards past midfield. Jose Torres and Jonas Fjeldberg standing over the ball. As the referee tonight, Ricardo Fierro, arranges the players at the edge of the penalty area, lining up to defend this for Louisville City and attack it for RGV. Certainly a situation where you're going to see the ball into the box here. Fjeldberg steps over it, rolls it back to Jose Torres. They, in fact, played on the ground short to Christian Pinzon, and it's well defended by Louisville City and Carlos Moguel. They can't come away with the ball after that challenge, though. Torres comes up with the ball for RGV. He goes down. He's fouled, and it's another free kick for the hosts here in a forward, a more forward position, uh, about 10 yards outside of the box as Torres goes down. It was a poorly designed set piece from RGV, but then when Lou City gets the ball and they're trying to build out, Mushigalusa is trying to do some fancy back roll pass which you should never do in that type of situation. When you clear the ball, you need to clear it out quickly and see if you can transition quickly. That goes to my key to tidying, tidying it up in the back. It's just not clean enough. But this is going to set up a really dangerous set piece. This time, Fjeldberg plays it into the box, headed away by Wilson Harris, just at the penalty spot. Still with RGV as Ruiz plays the ball back into the box, headed away by Louisville City. That clearance goes all the way to midfield. O'Connor Ward trying to play it forward for RGV, but he can't control it. Paolo Del Piccolo clips it forward high over the top. Manny Perez was giving chase, but it's well far out in front of him. And Tyler Derrick, the goalkeeper for RGV, off of his line, out of his penalty area. He'll settle it down, brings it back into the box where he can pick it up with his hands and rolls it forward. RGV trying to play out of the back. They nearly gave it away here this time again as Akwe was just in front of Musha Galusa, and Musha Galusa inches away from grabbing the ball and would have had a shot on frame surely there. Well, I appreciate that they're dedicated to building out of the back, but the pressure of Lucidity has been extremely well and has made it extremely difficult for them to play out of the back. But they're staying dedicated to their game plan to try to see if they can break down Lucidity with combination play. 0-0 between Lucidity and the RGV Toros down in the Rio Grande Valley in South Texas tonight. 
14 minutes gone in this game as it is out now for an RGV throw on the far side there, right about 10 yards from midfield in the RGV defensive half. It is back with Akwe along the back line. Now all the way back to Derek, the goalkeeper. He plays it from the right side now to the near side, the left. This is with Eric Pimentel. Pimentel under some pressure all the way back to Derek once again. Derek rolls the ball forward with his right foot, now hits it long past midfield. The header was from Josh Winder for Lou City. It's out for an RGV throw on the far side there, right in their attacking half. Fjeldberg initially was going to take it. Now he drops it off for Jonathan Ricketts, number 20 for RGV. He plays it backwards to Eric Pimentel. And now it's actually Pimentel on the near side. That was Juan David Cabezas who received that throw. Pimentel plays it long down the near sideline, and it's out for a throw this time to Lou City on the near side there, right in their defensive half. Sean Tosh will take it, nearing the 15-minute mark in this first half in a no-score game. The ball now across midfield into the attacking end for Lou City, clipped through the middle. Wilson Harris is going to be on to it. Here's a chance for Lou City. Harris goes down. Harris wants a foul. No foul given. And RGV will clear it away up toward midfield. That's where Fjeldberg has it, and the referee will blow his whistle because the offside flag came up against Fjeldberg. So it'll be a fifth-third free kick to Lou City just at midfield. But let's go back to that previous chance for Wilson Harris. He had a little bit of work to do to get around that final defender, but he was in for a moment there, Casey. He was in, and I thought he was going to be able to get a shot on goal, but I don't think he did a good enough job of positioning his body between the ball and the defender. He opened up the ball a little bit too much for the defender to sweep in, which is why it was a clean challenge and there was no foul. If he's able to get his shoulder in front of that defender ever so slightly, it's going to force some more contact, and then it's going to be a foul. The ref won't have any question about it but it's a good look a good try look to release him through the middle of the field just needs to be a little bit stronger on the ball the fifth third free kick taken by Lou City nearing the 16 minute mark in this 0-0 game they're into the attack now with Manny Perez on the near side the right it's Ray Serrano on the inside right tries to clip it forward where it's deflected then he back heels it on the inline looking for Manny Perez intercepted there by Jose Torres of RGV. Still with Lucity on the near side as Sean Toe should come well forward from his right center back spot. And then finally cleared away by RGV and it's a good clearance forward into the attack for them. Ricky Ruiz trying to hold it up, but it's taken off of his feet on a good challenge there. Winder and Sharpie combining on it. And now Lucity with the ball in the attacking half. On the inside right, Manny Perez. But now the whistle goes once again and a foul this time against RGV. We'll give a fifth third free kick to Lou City. Pinson whistled for the foul. Lou City takes that free kick quickly. They've got it on the ground on their back line. The center back of the three, Wes Sharpie on to the left center back now. Josh Winder, now to the far side, the left back Amadou Dia. He dribbles forward, past midfield, into the attack, plays it on the ground into the middle to Wilson Harris, turns onto his right, 30 yards from goal, sizes up a shot, well struck on the ground, but a diving save to the right for Tyler Derrick. Not all that difficult for him, but a good idea there from Wilson Harris. Just have a shot when he had some time and space. Well, why not? Nobody stepped out to him, and he had tons of space there right outside the box, and so by taking that shot, he's going to force the defense next time to think, do I step or do I stay back? So it's not a bad look from Wilson Harris. And there really hasn't been much action in this game. It's been a lot of play between the the 18-yard boxes. Both teams just trying to feel the other one out. And I think both teams are so focused on keeping a solid back line because they know what each team is capable of. So it's, it's led to more of a chess match of trying to figure out where the moving pieces are, where the gaps are, and trying to break them down that way. Yeah, nothing really stands out between these two on the stat sheet. 17 and a half minutes gone. One shot either way. Lucity with that first shot of the game for them a moment ago from Wilson Harris. That shot on target. 
And in terms of possession, Loose City with just a 52% advantage in that category. So it's been very even so far. 18 minutes gone and a 0-0 score line. It's out for a throw. Actually, it's out for a free kick to RGV on the far side. They're right in their defensive half. They take that all the way back to Derek, the goalkeeper, and now to Pimentel coming forward. Forward to Pinzon on the near sideline. Tried to play a back heel toward Ricky Ruiz, but that was an errant back heel pass, and it's out for a throw now to Lou City. At the midfield stripe on the near side there, right, Sean Tosh will take it. Throws it down the near sideline. Mushigalusa has showed up on the right for a moment. He brings it down with his chest. And he's fouled, in fact, by O'Connor Ward as a high boot there from O'Connor Ward. Just looked like it caught Mushigalusa in the chest. It'll be a fifth-third free kick to Lou City after Mushigalusa recovers because he's gone down in a heap clutching his chest. Yeah, Mushigalusa does a good job to run through the ball. And Ward just kind of, O'Connor Ward just leaves his foot out there and kicks Mushigalusa in the stomach almost. But I will have to say, I feel like this game, I've seen more attempted backheel passes than almost any game this season. And the frustrating thing is none of them have been successful. That's true. And they still keep trying to do it. Yep. Instead of just trying to play simple and do more of a, a high percentage pass, it's a little bit frustrating because that's where the turnovers are coming for the teams. And that's what's putting both teams in in wide open positions offensively and leaving their back line exposed. It's fifth third free kick for Lose City. 19 minutes and 20 seconds gone. Two players standing over it, Mogel and Del Piccolo. Del Piccolo approaches but runs over it. It's Mogel's free kick. Here it comes. Into the penalty area. Over the head of the goalkeeper who came for it. Still loose in the box. And now Tyler Derrick will catch it after it had been popped into the air off of the head of a defender. Derrick missed it initially when he came for it, but eventually got it. And that ends the threat for Lou City, the goalkeeper for RGV, coming up with the ball. Well, and I think Derek was a little bit fortunate in that situation because he does come out, he does miss it, but there wasn't an opportunity for a Lou City player to get on the end of it. And then the second ball kind of fell right to where he was. So it was very fortunate for Derek. Unfortunate that Lou City couldn't capitalize more on that chance. Past the 20 minute mark in this first half, 0 0 between Lou City and RGV. It's out for a throw to Lou City now on the near side, the left for, I beg your pardon, the right for Lou City. In fact, it's going to be a throw to RGV here, I believe. So the near side, the left for them. It'll be O'Connor Ward to take it. It's in the RGV defensive half. As again, they move from right to left. Lou City moving from left to right in this first half. It's in to Jose Torres. He plays the ball in the air to the far side to switch fields. And coming forward for RGV is Jonathan Ricketts on the right for them into the attacking half. Plays it back into the middle. And now on the near side, just outside of the center circle, was Eric Pimentel. Now on the near sideline, Jose Torres, the 34-year-old veteran captain for RGV. And if you're a fan of the U.S. men's national team, you might remember his name, Jose Francisco Torres. He was a member of the 2010 World Cup team for the U.S. several years ago. Had 28 caps for the U.S. men's national team between 2008 and 2013. An RGV ball into the box, over the head of everyone, and it will drift Ultimately past the end line and out for a goal kick here to Louisville City. 21 minutes gone by in this game and still no goals to show. Well, and I think a lot of credit needs to be given to the Louisville City back line. It's a different formation. It's more of a three slash five back at times. And so they've had to adjust quite a bit. And I think overall, it looks like a pretty solid back line. There was a few little slip ups there, but they were able to recover and get numbers back quickly. And so they're doing very well with keeping this really aggressive attack attacking players that RGV has out from creating any sort of opportunities. If you're just joining us here of two minutes before nine o'clock Louisville time, 
Again, the stories tonight for Lou City, they're very short-handed. Only six players available off the bench. One of them is Cameron Lancaster. He is back healthy, back available. The all-time leading goal scorer for Louisville City. We'll see if he plays a factor in this game later on. Here comes Louisville forward. Manny Perez down the right side into the penalty area. Still Perez goes, plays it across the face of goal, loose in the six-yard box, and cleared away finally by RGV. It was Amadou Dia on the back post. He had the open net in front of him. Might have been a couple of defenders on the goal line, but Derek had come for the ball and missed it, and so there was no goalkeeper there. Dia, instead of trying to take a shot, tries to cut it back toward Moose. Galusa, and it was cleared away by RGV. Such a good attack from Lucidity. It was a perfect ball from Manny Perez, and why nobody was on it is beyond me. And the fact that it goes all the way to the back post to Amadou Dia, who I think made the right decision because he's passed the goal, so it would be very difficult for him to get it on frame, but he plays it back, and yet still no one is there. It's a little bit frustrating because it is such a great opportunity. You have to be putting numbers forward. You have to be committing bodies into the box. Lucidity knocking on the door. Musha Galusa on the near side, the right, on the end line, plays the ball into the six-yard box. Cleared away by Akwe of RGV. Still with Louisville, though, in the attacking half. On the near side, the right, Mushagalusa. Inside right, Manny Perez. Whips in a good ball toward Wilson Harris. His header's off the crossbar. It's now Serrano in the box. His shot blocked on its way through and cleared behind by Derek, the goalkeeper for RGV. My goodness, Wilson Harris just couldn't get that header into the back of the net. It clashes off the crossbar. It is going to be a corner kick for City, and it was not Harris, in fact. It was Paolo Del Piccolo who had that header attempt there. Such a good ball, and Paulo did so well to get on the end of it, but because Paulo's jumping and when he hits it, it hits off the top of his head, that's why the ball is going to continue to go up. He wasn't able to get down on the ball whatsoever, but again, an excellent opportunity. Vi-Fi corner kick from the far side, looking for our first goal tonight in the 24th minute. Carlos Mogel hits it high into the air to the back post, headed into the mixer by Manny Perez, and Derek comes up with the bouncing ball, the goalkeeper for RGV. A ball high High into the air from the far-sided corner flag from Mogel. And Manny Perez just couldn't get his header on the back post back into the mixer enough to find a teammate there. Well, after two great opportunities, it's a little bit frustrating to have a corner kick to where you aren't able to create anything from it. But I like the energy that Lucidity is bringing into the tack. Now it just comes down to our number one problem we've had all season, capitalizing on those opportunities that we're creating. Lucidity wins the ball once again. They've got it on the far side, the left, Musha Galusa. It's with his feet once again. On the inside left, Ray Serrano into the box, plays it on the ground toward Del Piccolo, just too far out in front of him, cleared away by RGV. But Lucidity with their foot on the accelerator right now. Looking to grab the opening goal for themselves here. 24 minutes and 44 seconds and counting upward in the first half as they are in South Texas facing off with Rio Grande Valley FC. Lucidi still with the ball on their back line now in their defensive half. Sharpie, the center back of the three-man back line tonight, through the middle to Serrano, back to Sharpie. Now Josh Winder, the left center back, under some pressure from Jonas Fjeldberg of RGV. He goes all the way back to the goalkeeper Kyle Morton in the D of his penalty area. A ball in the air to the inside right of the midfield. Paolo Do Piccolo brings it down, plays it through on the ground with his right foot toward Musha Galusa, but it's past him, and the goalkeeper for RGV, Tyler Derrick, comes off of his line to claim the ball with his feet. And I feel like City just hasn't been on the same page on that last pass. They've been a little bit in front of the player, behind the player, 
too long, too short, and it just is going to come down to being a little bit sharper and seeing if we can read the body language of the players a little bit better to understand where the player wants the ball so they can be sharper in their buildup, and that's going to lead to more successful opportunities. Derek, the goalkeeper, plays it long. It's out for a, an, an RGV throw. In their attacking half, the Lucity defensive half on the far side, the RGV right. Ricketts takes it into Ruiz, back to Ricketts. Tries to play it on the ground between Fjeldberg and Torres, but intercepted there by Ray Serrano, and he settles it backward to the back line, all the way back to the goalkeeper, Morton. It's now Sharpie coming forward through the middle, just outside of the Lucity box. Now Sean Tosh, the right center back, he drags the ball from right to left on the dribble, backward to Sharpie, all the way back into the penalty area now for Morton under some intense pressure. Two players coming forward. He just got the ball away on the ground into the middle. Neat stuff here from Lou City as they play it out of the back. It's Carlos Melgel on the inside right. Down the near sideline, the right, Manny Perez charging forward in the attacking half near the corner flag, and it is knocked off of his feet by O'Connor Ward, and it's out for a Lou City throw on the near side, the right deep in the attacking end, just a yard from the corner flag. And I don't know how Kyle Morton was able to get that pass off, but thank goodness he did because there was two defenders closing in on him. But very good possession, very good buildup for Lou City. They take the throw in toward Wilson Harris. It's taken off of his chest by an RGV defender, Pimentel. He clears it away. It's another Lou City throw on the near side, the right. Manny Perez will take it once again. 27 minutes gone, looking for the opening goal, but Lou City has had the better of it the last five minutes or so, including a great chance that went off the crossbar just moments ago. Still with it, Lou City on the right. Manny Perez, defended by O'Connor Ward. He's taken down, and the whistle goes, and a foul given, and this will be a fifth-third free kick in a promising position for Lou City. It's just a yard or two in from the near sideline on the right of the penalty area. It'll play like a little bit like a corner kick here, but an opportunity for Lou City to whip in this ball from this dead ball situation. I like the location of the set piece because it does set up for a really nice cross. It's not as close to the goal as a corner kick, so it's going to give you about five yards cushion there that you'll be able to send in a really nice service into the box. But what great footwork from Manny Perez to be able to earn that set piece, a little cut, give and go kind of thing with himself to be able to split the two defenders. It was very, very nicely done. Similar situation to a free kick we had a few moments ago. This fifth third free kick for Lou City. Del Piccolo, the left-footed player, stands over it, as does Mogel. It's going to be Del Piccolo this time on an in-swinger to the edge of the six-yard box, cleared away by the first defender there for RG that clearance, though, does go out of play, and it'll be a Wi-Fi corner kick here for Lou City, I believe. No, it'll be a throw. It'll be a throw on the near side, the right for Lou City, still deep in the attacking end, about five yards from the corner flag. And Sean Tosh setting up for a long throw here, so this will work like a set piece as well. 28 minutes and change gone by, looking for the opening goal. Ball into the box from the throw, flicked on by Harris toward Musha Galusa, who's gone down. Not much of a collision there. Not sure what the situation was with Mushagalusa, but it's cleared away by RGV. Now they come forward trying to counter. Christian Pinzone, he's taken down in the attacking half for RGV. It's a foul against Louisville City and a free kick here to the hosts, RGV, and that will relieve the pressure that they've been under. Really smart foul, though, from Sean Tosh because it's more of a professional foul to slow the game down. He recognizes that his team is in a numbers-down situation, and so as he makes the recovery run, just kind of lightly takes out pin zone there to be able to draw the free kick for RGV, but a smart foul, it gives his team a chance to set back and get in shape. So 29 minutes gone by, and now we have a pause in play as the athletic trainers for Lou City have come onto the field to check on Musha Galusa. Again, it was unclear what sent him down. It was that long throw a moment ago that Lou City had. It was sent into the box by Sean Tosh, and by the time the ball got into the box, it looked like Musha Galusa was down 
on the turf injured. So he is down, receiving some treatment, and we have a pause in play here for the moment as they now get to the replay to show us what may have happened as he was jostling for position with Akwe. Akwe with hands to the face there of Mushigalusa. Didn't look like a, that violent of a situation, but Mushigalusa maybe got poked in the eye or something, not to speculate. But he went down. He's now back to his feet after receiving treatment, and he will come off the field, and he is dobbing at his left eye with his jersey. So maybe a finger to the eye there for Mushigalusa. It's definitely what it looks like there, but you, I think... Akwe, a little bit fortunate there because you can't be putting your hands to the face of a player, and I believe that if there's VAR, it could be turned into a penalty kick because he had his full hand to the face, was pushing Mushigalusa's head back. That's not allowed. Of course, Louisville City fans well aware of that now because of the red card situation last week with Tyler Gibson, who put hands to the face of Philip Goodrum for Memphis in that situation that resulted in three red cards. After Mushigalusa Receives his treatment. We're back to that free kick that was drawn by Pinson. RGV takes it short. They try and build out of the back at midfield. The long ball over the top now toward Ruiz. He knocks it down. Ruiz on the right side of the box. Dribbling past the Lucidity defender. Clips it into the six-yard box, but it's over everyone's head. Still with RGV. O'Connor Ward whips the ball into the box with his left foot to the edge of the area. Knocked away by Lou City. It's out for a throw to RGV on the far side. The right, they take it quickly. Infield now to Cabezas. Now it is... Uh, Ikaza and Ikaza has a hit from the top of the box with his left foot and it's just over the bar and just wide of the goal of Kyle Morton that was a good hit there for Emilio Ikaza he scored five times for RGV this season and he was maybe a yard away from his sixth it's an absolutely incredible strike his first touch is very poor it's bouncing but he makes up for it with a beautiful beautiful strike just missed the goal by maybe a foot or so it was not off by much a really good look they are capable of scoring from anywhere on the field and that's why lucidity has to make sure that they are aware of where the rgv players are at all times especially around the, that box 31 minutes and 40 seconds and counting in this first half. We've not had an opening goal, but that clearly the best chance for RGV. Lou City had a header go off the crossbar on the other end. Paolo Del Piccolo inches away from scoring for Lou City. Here comes Lou City in, in the attack. It's Del Piccolo. Clips the ball in toward Harris, and Harris scores with his head. Wilson Harris, for the third game running, has scored for Louisville City. And 32 minutes in, the boys in purple on the road for the final time this regular season are in the lead over the RGV Toros. A terrific ball into the box and an even better looping header from Wilson Harris. It's off the, uh, off the post and in over the goal line for the goal for Lou City. What a finish from Wilson Harris. It starts from an absolutely beautiful ball from Paulo Del Piccolo, just chips it up, puts it right on Wilson Harris's head. And while it might not have been the prettiest looking header, he got under it just enough for it to lift up over Derek and just drop right in the back of the net. It's a beautiful header and a great finish. Way to be one up, especially given the score in the Miami Memphis game. Yeah, you point that out uh, perfectly there, Casey. Lucidity in front one to nothing after that goal from Wilson Harris. 
It is presented by the Kentucky Lottery Fueling Imagination Funding Education, Kentucky Lottery. And as you point out, KC Memphis has lost tonight. They lost to Miami, a late goal in the final eight minutes for Miami FC down in South Florida to defeat Memphis. So that is key for Lou City again because Memphis controlled their own destiny. Now that swings back to Lou City. So Lou City in the driver's seat if they can control and win these final three games of the regular season, including this game tonight, they can get that first seed in the Eastern Conference. So that is a huge result for Lou City. Memphis going down tonight to Miami. And Lou City finding themselves in front here, one to nothing over the RGV Toros with 33, nearly 34 minutes gone. And there is a foul here against Lou City in their defensive end. Tosh committing the foul. It'll be a free kick to RGV here. On the near side, the left of the penalty area, about five yards in from the near sideline. This will play very much like a corner for the hosts as they look to respond after going down a goal just a minute ago. And it's a great opportunity for them. They have not had many extremely dangerous set pieces. Set pieces they have are a little bit farther out, but this is going to set up for a great opportunity for them to whip across in and see if they can get a look on frame. Jonas Fjeldberg stands over it for RGV. It'll be an in-swinger off of his right foot. He's all alone. He approaches the ball, hits it into the six-yard box, flicked on by an RGV player out of the area now. And then O'Connor Ward tried to come forward. It's cleared away by Lou City. Mushagalusa charging for the loose ball near midfield. Picked up, though, by RGV. They play it forward down the near sideline. Headed away by Manny Perez into the feet of Ray Serrano. O'Connor Ward up doing the defensive work for RGV, and he comes away with the ball. He carries it all the way backward into his defensive penalty area. Plays it toward that penalty area to Tyler Derrick. Under pressure with his left foot. Sends it long toward midfield. Headed back toward the RGV goal by Manny Perez. And then it's picked up by Paolo Del Piccolo. Here comes Paolo with a head of steam right into a defender it's deflected back to Paolo he lifts it toward the top of the area and then cleared away by Pimentel of RGV but Paolo Del Piccolo a couple of lively runs the last couple of minutes and the assist a moment ago as a foul here goes against RGV on the far sideline Josh Winder clipped from behind by Jonathan Ricketts and this will be a fifth third free kick to Lou City in their attacking half about five yards in from the far sideline maybe 20 yards past the midfield stripe no, and I agree with you. I think Paulo Del Piccolo has been very good in the middle of the field. I think on that last one, his touches got away from him. It wasn't the cleanest dribbling from him through the middle of the field, and that's what's allowed the defender to step in and take the ball off of him. But he's done very well with being one of two players in the middle of the field, really trying to connect all the lines of play that Lucity has between the three center backs, the two kind of floating outside backs, and the forwards. Carlos Miguel and Paulo Del Piccolo have done well to be that kind of grounding center for them. The fifth third free kick taken short by Lou City as they try and build on the ground out of the back. The goal that gives them this one to nothing advantage scored by Wilson Harris just a couple of minutes ago. His 14th of this, his first season playing for Louisville City FC. It's Along the back now, Carlos Mogel. Backward to the goalkeeper, Kyle Morton. A long ball down the middle for him. Flicked on by Paolo Del Piccolo toward Musha Galusa, who's running down the middle right now. They're exchanging headers, the two teams. In the center circle now, it is Cabezas with it for RGV. Now to the far sideline, Ricketts. He's dribbling in from the far sideline under pressure from Amadou Dia. Switches fields to the near sideline. One in the air by Manny Perez, and he'll keep it in play. Manny Perez coming forward for Lucy into the attacking half. Now turns backward and plays it backward to safety under pressure he was all the way back to Kyle Morton who has some time and space and Lucity will build out of the back here. It gives Lucity the opportunity to possess the ball a little bit. RGV has done well when they've gotten their opportunities and they've done well when they counter quickly
quickly, but they haven't been able to create a whole lot because I feel like Lucidity has just been so solid in their possession and so solid in their defensive structure that it hasn't allowed for many gaps for RGV to be able to break down. Lucidity still in possession. West Sharpie, the center of these three center backs, a diagonal ball from the middle to the near side. Manny Perez wins the ball under pressure from O'Connor Ward of RGV. It's still with Manny Perez as he dribbles into the center circle, a 20-yard run from the near side into the middle for Manny Perez. Backward to Winder on the ground to the far sideline, Amadou Dia in the attacking half. Dia, a ball to the edge of the box, headed away by RGV. It's at the feet of O'Connor Ward under pressure from Paolo Del Piccolo. He just clears it away upfield, and it will bounce to the near sideline where Tosh battles with Fjeldberg for it, and it's out for a Louisville City throw. Tosh takes that throw quickly. 37 minutes, nearly 38 minutes gone. Lucidity in front, one to nothing, and they have possession again. And they're doing well with building the ball in the attack, but I still feel like Lucidity could be a little bit sharper with that final pass. Again, just not on the same page in certain situations, and that's what's allowed them to miss out on opportunities. A long ball from Serrano for Lucidity is errant. Overhit, and it's behind for a goal kick to RGV here. Seven minutes to go. Plus stoppage time in this first half. Again, Wilson Harris, the goal scorer for Louisville City, the third game running in which he has scored for the boys in purple. It is a long ball from Derek, the goalkeeper for RGV, and it's goalkeeper to goalkeeper. Basically, it took a little touch from someone on its way through, and now Kyle Morton has it. He'll roll the ball forward and now pick it up for Lou City. Morton now throwing with his right arm to the near sideline to the right back, Manny Perez, on the inside by about two or three yards from the near sideline. Plays it back on the ground to the middle to Carlos Mogel. He turns past his defender, dribbles 10 yards, plays it across midfield to Wilson Harris. Harris drops it off backward, and then just a loose pass there from Louisville City. Gives it right back to RGV, just a hopeful ball forward on the ground, and it's into the feet of Tyler Derrick, the goalkeeper. A really big missed opportunity there. But one thing that Lucidity is doing that's helping them quite a bit is they're using all of the space on the field. We talked about how big this field is. And the outside backs and the players on the outside are spreading as far as they can. And that's opening up a lot of space in the middle of the field for players like Wilson Harris to drop back in, Paul Del Piccolo and Carlos Mogel Jr. to be able to collect the ball in the middle of the field and build. But the next step comes, there has to be a little bit more movement off the ball offensively to be able to create better passing lanes. So once you create that width, you then have to make runs inside to utilize those, those channels that you created. Wilson Harris was fouled. It was a ball in the air in the midfield in the attacking half, about 20 yards past midfield. He went up for the ball in the air and was undercut there by Jose Torres. Those two exchanging words. So it's a fifth-third free kick to Lou City. They take it on the ground and build out of possession here. It's Wes Sharpie. He plays it all the way backward to the top of the D of the Louisville City penalty area with Kyle Morton. Just over five minutes to go, plus stoppage time. Morton plays a long ball in the air to the far sideline, but it's Past Amadou Dia, he couldn't keep it in play, and it's an RGV throw now from the far side there right. They've not seen much of the ball in the last 10 or 15 minutes or so. Lucidia has been terrific in winning the ball time and time again. They nearly do it here. It is clipped forward by Amadou Dia toward Mushigalusa, but won by RGV. Now RGV coming forward with Jose Torres through the middle. Now Ricky Ruiz. He's across midfield on the inside left to the near sideline. O'Connor Ward for RGV as the blue shirts come forward here. O'Connor Ward dribbling into the middle of the field. Drops it backward to Cabezas. Cabezas, a long ball from the middle to the far side, the right. Touchdown by Jonathan Ricketts. He's dribbling in against Amadou D on the right side of the box. Ball into the box from Ricketts. Headed toward goal, and the whistle had gone before that header. Morton did make the save, scrambling to his left. But the whistle had gone against RGV, and it's going to be a fifth-third free kick to Lou City here as Wilmer Cabrera, the head coach for RGV, raises either arm to his side 
in disagreement with that call. But the free kick will be for Kyle Morton inside of his box with four minutes to go plus stoppage time in this first half. Lucidity in front one to nothing. Wilson Harris, the goal scorer. I believe that the referee is saying that the attacking player for RGV pushed off the defender of the Lucidity player to create space to be able to win that header. It wasn't a big challenge on goal, so it wasn't anything threatening for Kyle Morton. But good awareness from the referee to recognize the hands in the back. Lucidi comes forward after the fifth third free kick, clipped over the top by Adele Piccolo. It's at the feet of Mushigalus on the left side of the box, just out of the area. Dribbling against the defender, Akwe, for RGV. Akwe still with Mushigalusa as he continues to dribble the ball backward to the far sideline, and Akwe finally with a touch to send it out of play. It's a throw to City on the far side there left. In the attacking end with just over three minutes to go, plus stoppage time. City in front one to nothing, looking to add a second. Ray Serrano drops the ball off for Josh Winder, who comes forward to take the throw. It's in, in play now toward Mushigalusa. Akwe knocks it down. And Akwe was fouled as Mushigalusa tried to turn past him. And so it is a free kick now to RGV just on the right side of their defensive box with three minutes to go plus stoppage time. And I think if you're RGV, you have to see what positives you can get going into the into halftime because you haven't been able to see much of the ball. You haven't been extremely successful moving forward offensively. So you have to start to look to do the little things. And that is maybe being sharp in your possession or looking to transition a whole lot quicker once you turn over Lucidity instead of trying to make a short pass maybe see if you can go long and catch them on the counter long ball from RGV after that free kick it's into the attacking half for them and it's out for a throw on the far side of the right Ricketts takes it it's back to Ricketts now after Pinson touched it back to him cleared away by Lucidity Pimentel coming forward from his defensive spot for RGV it's a loose ball being knocked around and now Lucidity coming forward on the break maybe with Wilson Harris on the inside right in the attacking half didn't have numbers though turns backwards and plays it backwards down the near sideline toward Manny Perez Fjoldberg was there and Fjoldberg won a throw for RGV so that promising position goes for nothing for Louisville City it's out for a throw to RGV on the near side there left and they'll play it along the back line and build out of the back here with two minutes to go plus stoppage time in the first half while I appreciate the awareness of Wilson Harris of understanding that maybe you don't have the numbers I don't think he made the right decision it's a very long back pass that he tried to make he did not see the defender coming in so he has to be more aware of where the defenders are in the field and maybe see if he can dribble himself out of that instead of looking to pass out of it foul in the center circle against Paolo Del Piccolo of Louisville City so a free kick to RGV they take it it's on the near sideline coming forward for RGV was Ikaza, the player who had their best chance of the first half, but he plays a poor ball behind the intended target. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the near side, the right. Just over one minute to go, plus stoppage time in this first half. City on the road for the final time this regular season, and if they have it their way for the final time this season as they fight for the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. On the right side, at the midfield stripe, Manny Perez trying to dribble down the near sideline, defended there by Cabezas. It's out for a thrown out of City. Manny Perez with a little bit of a shove into the chest of Cabezas as those two were battling nicely on the near sideline. But no foul call, not any kind of fight situation. It's a throw to City. Tosh will take it. He throws it in field toward Paolo Del Piccolo, who had a touch but couldn't find a teammate. And Cabezas on the end of it will drop it back to Tyler Derrick, the goalkeeper for RGV. Plays it long down the middle. Headed down by Josh Winder. It's picked up by Amadou Dia. Into the middle now. 
Paladil Piccolo leaves it for Mushigalusa. Carlos Mogel in the middle for Lou City. They're in the attacking half. Backward to Sean Tosh. A diagonal from right to left. Knocked down by RGV, but picked up for Lou City by Ray Serrano. Dribbling on the inside left. Serrano on his right foot. 25 yards from goal. He'll let fly, and it's well over the bar by about 10 yards. Off target and out for a goal kick to RGV as we move into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. We'll see exactly how much time the referee adds. Two minutes have been added to this first half in a first half in which Louisville City leads one to nothing. It's a shot on goal for Lou City as we were giving you that stoppage time, but it's wide in the end. I'm not sure who had the shot, but it's wide of goal. And RGV defensively a little bit mixed up here as they turn and argue with each other. O'Connor Ward arguing with Pimentel and Cabezas. I think it was Amadou Dia who had the shot for Lou City. I'll say that's something to note is the energy that's going on the field for RGV, how they're getting at each other's throats, they're arguing about things. It's not much teamwork happening. It's more of trying to cut each other down, and that's not what you want as you're a team that's trying to build to get back into a match. It was Amadou Dia. It was on his weaker right foot, and he skied it, just got under it. It was over the bar and out for a goal kick as we've played just about one of the final two minutes the two minutes of stoppage time in this first half. Again, Lucidity in front one to nothing over the Rio Grande Valley Toros. They're down in Edinburgh, Texas, deep in South Texas. RGV with the ball. It's O'Connor Ward in the center circle. Tries to play it on a long ball with his right foot toward the far sideline. Amadou Dia will beat the attacking player Ricketts for RGV to it, and Dia wins the throw, just playing it off of the feet of Ricketts smartly, and Lou City will likely take their time here in taking this throw as they try and get this 1-0 score line in favor of them into the halftime break. Josh Winder will take the throw, and the referee, the assistant referee on the far side, telling him to speed up the pace just a little bit. And instead of taking the throw, he'll drop it off to Amadou Dia, who now takes the throw to get it back in play. Sends it forward down the far sideline. One by RGV. Clipped forward by Ikaza. Cleared away by Louisville City's Mogel. Out of play. Past the far sideline. It's a throw to RGV there with just seconds remaining in stoppage time. And again, RGV just looking to see if they can get a last bit of an attack. See if they can get a little bit something before going into halftime. Trying to play it toward Fjeldberg. It was cut out there by Sean Tosh. But a heavy touch from him will give it back to RGV. They have it in the center circle, and that will do it. The referee blows his whistle to end the first half. A terrific ball in from Paolo Del Piccolo and a terrific looping header off the post for Wilson Harris is the difference in this game. Harris's third game running in which he has scored his 14th goal in league play this season for Louisville City gives the boys in purple a one to nothing advantage as they move to the locker room for halftime down in South Texas. We will take a timeout as well and come back and talk about other results happening in the league. Memphis goes down tonight. What does that mean for Louisville City? In short, it means they're back in the driver's seat. We'll explain when we return. Again, the score at the half. Louisville City 1, RGV Toros nothing. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN Louisville. Here are five big reasons to buy a Toyota Highlander. It's built in the USA. It's got room for up to eight. Highlander's the best-selling SUV in its class. The electrified Highlander Hybrid has a driving range over 600 miles. And the number one reason, the great fuel savings. At an EPA-estimated 36 MPG, you could save thousands in fuel costs over the next five years versus the average new vehicle. Get details of all offers and fuel savings at buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. At UofL Health Urgent Care Plus... 
The Plus makes all the difference. You get convenient, world-renowned care that's backed by a network of academic expertise. Less wait time, plus more advanced technology. Compassionate care, plus no appointment necessary. It all adds up to a smart choice for the best care close by. So don't put your health on hold. That's the power of you. Visit uoflhealth.org. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. Listening to the Louisville City FC Halftime Report. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome back at the half. It is Louisville City 1, the RGV Toros of Rio Grande Valley. Nothing. That halftime score is presented by Serve Pro Floyd County. The official restoration partner of Louisville City FC. You're listening to Lou City Soccer here on ESPN Louisville. I'm Jeff Milby. She is Casey Whitfield. And Casey, that score is certainly very important for Louisville City as they try and keep hold of this number one position in the Eastern Conference. But another score that has gone final elsewhere in the Eastern Conference, almost more important than what is happening. I guess equally important, to be fair, to what is happening down in South Texas with Louisville City. Memphis has gone down to South Florida and lost to Miami FC. It was a stoppage time goal in the 91st minute by Repetto of Miami. I beg your pardon, of uh, Reed of Miami, assisted by Repetto, to give Miami a late, late victory over Memphis. And this is important why. Memphis, two points behind Louisville City entering play this weekend. They remain two points behind Louisville City. But the loss is significant because Memphis, had they won out, would have been ahead of Louisville City by one point in the standings. Now, Louisville City back in control of their own destiny. If they win out or if they continue to keep pace with Memphis, they will have the advantage and they will win the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, which of course gets you home field advantage through the Eastern Conference playoffs and gets you a first round bye. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot to process, to sit there and think about, especially all the different scenarios that could happen. But with this loss by Memphis, Lucity is completely in control and now they just have to win. They just have to, they don't have to worry about what anybody else does. They don't have to worry about anything else. They are completely in the driver's seat. Like you said, they are in control. They just have to win their next three games and they're good to go. And Lucity in good position halfway through this game to win this one as well. Let's talk about how that first half went, Casey. Lucity in front one to nothing. Wilson Harris scores for the third game running. 
Let's talk about the goal before we maybe criticize how that first half went. To me, it was a terrifically taken header. He had to be a little creative in how he took it. He got under the ball, just lifted it up, looping it over the goalkeeper, Derek, and it bounced in off the post. It was a great ball in from Paolo Del Piccolo from the inside left with his left foot, and to me, an even better finish from Wilson Harris to give Lou City the lead. Well, I feel like that's one of Wilson Harris's strong points is the runs that he makes off the ball and his ability to finish on those headers is something that he is so, so good at because he's able just to kind of loft it up over the keeper and he makes it look effortless. And like you said, that was not an easy finish. The halftime statistics for Louisville City, six shots in total for Louisville, two of them on target, including the goal for Wilson Harris. The other shot was on target, was also from Wilson Harris. Lou City just with a half a percentage point uh, advantage in terms of possession. It was very evenly played between Lou City and RGV. RGV was just two shots in that first half. In terms of corner kicks, Lou City had one corner kick. RGV did not have a single corner kick in that first half. Really evenly played between the two teams, but the goal, the difference between Lou City and RGV. Wilson Harris, the goal scorer. Lots to talk about elsewhere in Louisville professional soccer because racing Louisville in their final game of the season down at Lynn Family Stadium in Butchertown has just scored to take a late lead over the Kansas City Current. We'll talk about that game. It likely will be final after we return after this commercial break. Just minutes to go. They're in the final seconds down there in Butchertown. We'll discuss that game when we return. Our game, the score at the half, one nothing in favor of Louisville City over RGV. Racing Louisville also ahead one nothing over the Kansas City Current. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer on ESPN Louisville. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and late-night happy hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. As a sponsor of Lou City FC, LG&E is proud to empower sweet passes, monster saves, and in our humble opinion, the most loyal, loudiest, loudest fans anywhere. And when we're not... And when we're not cheering on the players, we're working hard for our customers with sustainability initiatives like SolarShare and electric vehicle charging stations. At LG&E, our energies go to scoring goals and to serving you. Learn more at lge-ku.com. 
Blue City FC and Racing Louisville merch is the best way to show pride for your teams and your city. Lancaster firing a shot from very far out and knuckled it in! Our 2022 jerseys are now available, so grab your kit and get ready to cheer on the team this season. Visit the team store at Lynn Family Stadium open Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6 to check out the new apparel, accessories, and novelties arriving weekly. Or shop online at shop.lucity.com and shop.racingloufc.com. Welcome back. At the half, it is nothing in favor of Louisville City over the Rio Grande Valley Toros down in South Texas at HEB Park in Edinburgh, Texas. That halftime score presented by Serve Pro Floyd County, the official restoration partner of Louisville City FC. That is also the score as it goes final at Lynn Family Stadium in Butchertown. Racing Louisville has won for the second consecutive game to finish their season. They defeat the Kansas City Current tonight one to nothing. Jess McDonald with the goal in stoppage time to lift Racing Louisville over the Kansas City Current. What a two games. What a little stretch here for Racing to finish this season. It's been a difficult year. They missed the playoffs for the second straight year in their second year of existence. But they're finding a little bit of momentum, finding some positive uh, movement heading into this offseason. Again, with two straight wins, thanks to a late goal tonight by Jess McDonald. On their two massive wins, the first one comes against Angel City with some phenomenal goals. I mean, the goal that stands out to me is Amina's goal. I mean, it was beautiful. I I was just blown away by that finish. And then to have this performance again tonight, coming back at home in front of the fans that have stood by you this entire season to be able to put on this type of performance against a Kansas City team who is playing very well and has scored quite a few goals. Their last match, they won 3-0 and they had two or three goals that were called off sides that it could have easily been 6-0 in their last matchup. To be able to then come and have this type of performance tonight at home in front of the home fans to lock Kansas City out and then to have this miraculous, beautiful winner, it's incredible. I'm so proud of this team. Big picture for racing Louisville. Look, it's about incremental improvement, and they've actually now officially done that. They finish, this being their last game of this season, they finish with one more point than they did last season. That is in two fewer games because last year they played a 24-game regular season. This year a 22-game regular season. It also gives them a fifth victory that equals their win total from last year. So for a while a while this season, it looked like racing was probably going to finish a little bit worse than they did last year, which is not something you want to see taking a step backward in year two. But in fact, it's a little small step forward in the end, courtesy of these two wins. Well, you have to take those small steps before you can take those big steps. I mean, think about a child. You have to learn to crawl before you can learn to walk. You have to take these little steps. You have to learn to walk before you can learn to run. So we're just now starting to figure it out. We're starting to get used to the league. We're starting to get used to all of our pieces that are coming together. It's finally starting to gel So I can only imagine how great it's going to be next season. And a quick thought on those developing young players, the young core, three of them have been called into the U.S. women's national team for a pair of high-profile friendlies. Emily Fox, Savannah DeMello, and now Jalen Howe have all been called into the women's national team as they will go to England to face England, who just won the European Championships this summer. That game's going to be at Wembley Stadium. There's going to be 80,000-plus fans at that game. What a great experience that's going to be for the three young racing Louisville players. Fox in her second season, DeMello and Howell just rookies. 
I mean, it is going to be so cool. Not only to be able to see those three players play, but for those three players to have that opportunity, to be able to have that experience and say that they were there playing in that environment. I mean, what an opportunity. It's just going to be great. And you got to imagine that it's only going to help those players continue to develop, continue to grow and be even better at the start of next season. So racing Louisville a winner tonight to close out their season. They finished the year with two straight wins. They win it tonight, one to nothing over the Kansas City Current. Our game is at halftime. It is also one to nothing. It is also in favor of Louisville. That's Louisville City over the RGV Toros. Wilson Harris, the goal scorer. We'll take our final halftime break when we return. We'll have the start of the second half. Again, Lou City down in South Texas for their final regular season road game. They lead it one to nothing over RGV. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN Louisville. That boy of mine, he sure does take after me. I love football. He loves football. I put ketchup on my eggs. He puts ketchup on his. I didn't wear my seatbelt. Neither did he. So nothing's going to be the same ever again. So please, show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up and put your phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Here are five big reasons to buy a Toyota RAV4. It's the best-selling SUV in America. It's incredibly versatile. The electrified RAV4 Hybrid delivers 219 horsepower and the best resale value in its class. And the number one reason, the great fuel savings. At an EPA-estimated 40 MPG, this RAV4 Hybrid could save you thousands in fuel costs over the next five years versus the average new vehicle. Get details of all offers and fuel savings at buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids. For all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way. Hey, Kentuckiana, Coach Dan McDonald here. In my 16 years of living in this community, I've had the great pleasure of being associated with some amazing teams. And I wanted to take a moment to talk about the wonderful team at Fitness Market. When my wife and I were upgrading our home fitness room, we knew there was only one place to go, Fitness Market. Fitness Market has been serving the Louisville community for over 10 years, and their service company, Treadmill Medic, has been in Louisville for over 20 years. When Julie and I walked into their store, we were treated like family, and that is exactly what Fitness Market is, a local family business. The Whiters and their team truly care about their customers, and they want them to succeed in their personal fitness goals. The team at Fitness Market has helped us create an amazing workout room in our home, and we couldn't be happier with our purchase. So when you are ready to add to your home gym, do what Julie and I did. Go see the winning team at Fitness Market. So visit Fitness Market, two locations, Westport Road, just inside the Snyder or Plantside Drive and Waterson Trail, or online at thefitnessmarket.com. Lou City FC and Racing Louisville merch is the best way to show pride for your teams and your city. Lancaster firing a shot from very far out and knuckled it in! Our 2022 jerseys are now available, so grab your kit and get ready to cheer on the team this season. Visit the team store at Lynn Family Stadium open Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6 to check out the new apparel, accessories, and novelties arriving weekly. Or shop online at shop.lucity.com and shop.racingloufc.com. Ditch the drive and get lucky in Louisville at Derby City Gaming. 
You could rule the road in a hot new Ford Mustang with Derby City Gaming's Mustang Mania Giveaway. Earn entries daily, then be at Derby City Gaming for the Ford Mustang Grand Prize Drawing on Saturday, October 29th. Not a Derby City Gaming Players Club member? Sign up and win up to $1,000 in free play right out of the gate. Derby City Gaming is conveniently located off I-264, exit 14 on Poplar Level Road. For details, visit DerbyCityGaming.com. Ford Mustang provided by Byerly Ford. Must be 21 or older. All right, welcome back. Gambler. Second half is underway in South Texas. It's Lou City Soccer on ESPN Louisville. You've missed about two and a half minutes of second half action. Neither team with any outstanding chances. Lou City had a free kick. I beg your pardon. RGV had a free kick that was cleared away from some distance. And Lou City had a little bit of a half chance on the break. That was uh, well defended by RGV. 47 minutes, 48 seconds and counting upward on the clock. And Lou City in front one to nothing. The goal scored by Wilson Harris in the first half of this game. will switch ends in the second half, of course. Lou City now working from right to left. And they come forward from right to left. It's Wilson Harris at the top of the box on his right foot tries to curl it and a good save from Tyler Derrick pushing it away punching it away with both fists to his left it stays in play with Lou City Mushigalusa with it on the right side of the area through from Mogel trying to find Serrano on a ball with the outside of his foot but it's intercepted there by RGV but a good hit on goal from Harris and a good save from Derrick there Casey it was a beautiful strike from Wilson Harris and a nice save what helped was Derrick was way off of his line so it cut off the angle for Wilson Harris making the save a little bit easier it's still not an easy save, but it allows him to be able to reach the ball a little bit easier than if he would have set back on his line, but a wonderful shot from Wilson Harris. Lou City back in possession after RGV had a chance. They put a ball into the box that was well defended by Lou City, and this game is pretty wide open at this point. Again, we've mentioned it down at HEB Park in Edinburgh, Texas. It is a large-sized field and a fully grass field, a terrific playing surface, and Lou City and RGV enjoying the size of this field. And it's a very spread out game at the moment. A ball into the box from Lou City is caught by Tyler Derrick, the goalkeeper. And RGV will roll the ball out forward here, try and build out of their back. Four minutes gone and change in this second half. Lou City still in front one to nothing. And of course, as we mentioned, at halftime, Memphis goes down in defeat tonight. So Lou City back in the driver's seat, back in control of the number one spot in the Eastern Conference. And Casey, the question that we had at halftime, if you're Danny Cruz and Lou City, do you tell the team about that result at the half? As Lou City coming forward, Amadou Dia concedes a goal kick on the end line. Do you think Danny Cruz told his team that Memphis lost at halftime? time. It's a tough place to be in because the, the news can go one or two ways. It can completely motivate your team to continue to push forward, to continue to fight, and it can be just a fire underneath them. Or it could be like, oh, well, hey, we're up 1-0 already. We got this. And it could kind of like chill the team out and the mood might not be as great. It could mess with their, their mental part aspect of the game. If it's me, I don't tell the team. And I feel like Danny Cruz would be the same because I feel like this team, while at times they're very mentally strong, they also have had issues with their mental strength throughout games. And so I think you don't tell them. You let them fight it out. You let them think, we have to win, we have to win, we have to win, because regardless, they still have to win. Five and a half minutes gone in the second half. Lou City remains in front one to nothing. They won a fifth-third free kick. They sent it long down the near sideline. Amadou Dia there. 
battling for the ball for Louisville City. He wins a throw against Jonathan Ricketts. It was played off of him, and he drops it off to Josh Winder to take the throw. Again, Winder playing as a left center back and a back three, a back five when Lou City is defending. Winder coming forward into the attacking half here. They're about 20 yards from the corner flag, and they win a second throw. Serrano knocks it off of Cabezas for RGV. So another throw coming up here for Louisville City, deep in their attacking end, about 10 yards from the corner flag. And Amadou Dia backing up to set up for a long throw here. He's going to put this into the box as Lou City tries to tack on a second goal in this game. Dia backing up a few yards behind the line. He now... Puts it in play. A long throw toward the near post. Headed away by Cabezas. Winder comes forward for it for Lou City. And Winder commits a foul, colliding there with Ricky Ruiz of RGV. And so it'll be a free kick to the hosts here. Again wearing blue tonight. They will move from left to right in the second half. Lou City in white on the road, moving from right to left in the second half. You did say this game has been a lot more open. There have been quite a few more opportunities in the first few minutes of this second half. And I think that's because... RGV recognizes they have to get a goal. They have to get back in this one, so they're going to have to start pushing a few more bodies forward. That's going to expose them in the back and allow Lucity to be able to also commit numbers forward. So now it's just going to be a matter of who's able to recover defensively and maintain a strong defensive shape while also committing bodies forward. The free kick for RGV was sent into the Louisville defensive half, and that's where Louisville wins a throw. It'll come on the near side there left, about 10 yards from midfield in the Lucity defensive half again. It'll be Winder to take it. Again, to reset things, both teams really need this game. RGV in the final playoff position, seventh place in the Western Conference. They've got a slim lead over Las Vegas, Monterey, and Oakland battling for that final spot. And Lou City, as we've mentioned a number of times, battling for first place in the number one seed in the Eastern Conference with now just three games to go, including this one in the regular season. It is RGV now in possession. Jose Torres, the 2010 World Cup veteran for the U.S. men's national team with it. It's clipped over the top four. Pinson to chase. Pinson drags down West Sharpie from behind. Just grabbed him on the shoulder and brought him to the ground, and the referee calls a foul. It was just on the end line on the right side from Louisville's perspective of their defensive penalty area. It'll be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City there. Really nicely defended, though, from West Sharpie to position his body perfectly between the attacking player and the ball. Forcing that contact, forcing that foul, it's excellent defending. Eight minutes and change gone in the second half. Wilson Harris's goal is the difference thus far. One to nothing in favor of Louisville City. The fifth third free kick taken by Kyle Morton, the Louisville goalkeeper. Sends it long down the middle. Harris was trying to win the header. It's knocked down. A loose ball won by Paolo Del Pickle. Actually, that's Sean Tosh. Still loose, knocked around at midfield, just on the right side for Louisville City. They come out with the ball, maybe coming forward, maybe with a chance. Harris down the far sideline. Manny Perez dribbles in field into the penalty area, plays a ball across the face of goal, making a late run in was Ray Serrano, but it's over his head too far out in front, and it flies all the way to the near sideline and is out for an RGV throw on the near side there right in their defensive half. Manny Perez, to me, has had an excellent game, just has lacked that final excellent ball. He had one early in the uh, first half that resulted in a header off the crossbar for Paolo Del Piccolo but there again on that play Casey finding space, dribbling past players getting into positions to put the ball in the box dangerously. It's the right move up the ball the right cut inside. He picked out the right player but it was just the absolute wrong service. It should have been more of a low ball on the ground so Ray Serrano could just one timed it. Cross into the box from Amadou Dia over everyone's head. It's to Perez still in the penalty area. Tried to bring it down off of his chest but Emilio Icaz 
Icaza slides over to take it away from Manny Perez for Louisville City. And Icaza dribbles forward 40 yards past midfield. Finally picks up his head. Plays a long diagonal to the near sideline. Ricky Ruiz making the run for RGV. A sliding tackle there by Josh Winder for Louisville City. And Winder... Back up off the ground immediately to keep the ball in play and win possession for his team. Great hustle, great effort from the 17-year-old. Along the back line for Louisville City. They're under pressure in the six-yard box. Kyle Morton forced to play it long under pressure. Sends it toward midfield. It's over the head of Manny Perez and will bounce past midfield. And RGV will take over there. Ten minutes gone by in the second half. We've got 40, I beg your pardon, 35 minutes to go in the game plus stoppage time. Lou City in front one to nothing. Another shaky ball back to Morton. There have been a few times they've played these shaky passes with multiple defenders running at him, and Kyle Morton's done really well to deal with it. RGV coming forward. Pinson lifts the ball toward Fjoldberg, brings it down onto his right foot on the half volley. It's blocked by Amadou Dia. Now Ricky Ruiz has a hit, and it's over the bar and behind for a goal kick to Lou City. Ruiz on the right side of the box from RGV's perspective. Cut it onto his left foot, tried to curl it into that top corner, but couldn't find the top corner. It was over the bar. It's the right idea and the right type of shot that he needs to take. He's using the inside of his left foot to kind of one time bend it around Morton, but he just leans back a little bit too much on the shot and doesn't stay over it. And because he's leaning back when he's shooting it, the ball is all he's going to be going up in the air if he's able to stay over top of the ball he's going to have a better opportunity of being able to bend that one on frame and get it around Kyle Morton we'll have a pause in play here as Josh Winder has gone down injured for Louisville City the training staff the two trainers back onto the field for Lou City here attending to Winder he's laying on his backside in the Louisville defensive penalty area as they tend to an issue looks like excuse me on his right leg near his waist so this will be just a few minutes of stoppage to put a pause in this game. Again, Lucidy in front, one to nothing. Nearly 12 minutes gone by in this second half, but RGV has had their chances coming forward. They've had uh, they had a great chance in the first half with Ikaza, and then Ricky Ruiz there with a good chance for them as well. This is still very much in the balance. Lucidy has been the better team, I think, to be fair. But RGV, RGV has had their shots to try and tie the game. This game is long from being over with or being won by Lou City because of the attacking ability of RGV and their ability to score goals at any point in the game. They have such great attacking players out there, and they've shown that they're able to catch Lou City on the transition and create really good scoring opportunities. It just comes down to it hasn't been sharp enough on that final opportunity for them to be successful with it. But this game is far from over, and I think lucidity has got the toughest part of the game ahead of them. After Winder's treatment, the goal kick was taken by Kyle Morton. He sent it long. It's lucidity ball in the attacking half. On the right side of the box is Musha Galusa. Running forward was Perez for company, but Musha Galusa keeps it himself at his feet, still dribbling. Two players defending him. He still has it. Musha Galusa gets to the end line, puts a ball into the box, high into the air. Racer Serrano made the run, but Tyler Derrick beat him in the air to catch the ball just over the head of Ray Serrano. It's a good ball in from Mushigalusa, and I think he makes the most out of that opportunity. Just, It was a great defensive play by Tyler Derrick because no one was able to get on the end of it a little bit too high of a service. Chance for RGV. It's Jonas Fjeldberg on the left side of the box. Out of the area now. Right-footed shot on a bouncing ball driven down the middle. And it's into the chest of Kyle Morton, the goalkeeper for Lou City, who makes the save. Decent look from outside of the box, but it's going to be tough to beat Morton from that distance, and Morton shows how easy of a save it actually was. 13 minutes and 20 seconds gone in the second half. Lou City still in front one to nothing, looking to add insurance to the top of the standings. Currently, they lead it by two points over Memphis. 
This victory, if it holds this way, still with over a half hour to play, would give them a five-point cushion, which is what they had coming into the game last week in which they lost to Memphis. So they would restore that five-point cushion they had a week ago. It is Derek, the goalkeeper for RGV. He sends it long under pressure. Louisville City wins the second ball in the middle of the field. Ray Serrano, now Paolo Del Piccolo, 30 yards from goal on his left foot. He has a, a shot. It's blocked on its way through by Akwe. And now here comes RGV the other way. A very open game in the 60th minute. Ricky Ruiz charging forward. Akwe on the overlap. Back to Ruiz at the top of the box on the right now. Dribbling toward the right. Defended there by Josh Winder. Ruiz cuts it to his left foot. Ball into the six-yard box. Fjeldberg leaping out for it with his right foot. And it's just over his toes and behind for a goal kick. In fact, it was Ikaza who made that run to the back post for RGV. Inches away as he stretched. Stretched out with his right foot to try and divert it on frame. He couldn't connect with it, and it's behind for a goal kick to Lou City. And Lou City extremely fortunate there because Ikaza came in on that back post completely unmarked. The closest defender to him was standing there watching him inside the six-yard box, not tracking the run whatsoever. So very fortunate that Ikaza was not able to get on the end of that one. We have a substitution for Louisville City in this 60th minute with 30 minutes to play and a one to nothing lead in favor of Louisville. Josh Winder, who just had some treatment for an injury. The youngster, the 17-year-old, who also just returned from Eastern Europe, having played on international duty with the U19 national team in Slovenia. He is replaced by Ian Solaire. So Solaire on, winder off. That substitution for Louisville City brought to you by MHS Global Above and Beyond. I think a smart substitution there because obviously Josh Winder is having a little bit of a muscle issue. There's a little tweak may be going on so instead of having to force him to finish playing this game and potentially making that injury worse why not step on a player let him rest a little bit so that way he's fresh for the playoffs Long ball over the top for RGV down the right side. Ricky Ruiz giving chase. He can't catch up to it. It's a goal kick to Lou City. Again, Lou City shorthanded tonight. Just six players available off the bench. Now five after Solaire comes in. That is due to two uh, two suspensions to Corbin Bone and Tyler Gibson and an injury to Niall McCabe. Uh, so Louisville City shorthanded as we close this game out. Might that be a factor as we creep on further forward in the heat of South Texas? 80 degrees at kickoff time tonight down in Edinburgh, Texas. A foul goes against RGV here. It's going to be a fifth third free kick to Louisville City in their defensive half on the inside right, about 25 yards from midfield. Kyle Morton comes way out of his penalty area, pushes all the numbers forward, and he's just going to hit this long to send it the other way. He connects with the ball now, high in the air down the far sideline, the right for Louisville City over the head of Palo Del Piccolo, but Mushagalusa on the end of it, deep in the corner, near the corner flag, several defenders with him for company, he tries to dribble around them, it's loose, Del Piccolo has a bite at it, and now it's out for a throw to RGV, deep in their defensive half. They work it down the far sideline, Fjeldberg hits it high into the air on the far sideline, he's able to keep it in play, no he's not, it's out for a throw to Lou City in the attacking half on their right, it's in from Tosh to Del Piccolo, Del Piccolo goes down, looking like he wants a foul, but it's out for a throw to RGV here. And just a lot of back and forth play on RGV's left side, Lou City's right side, neither team able to really cleanly build out of that space, they're compressing it on that sideline and using the sideline as another defender. 
After the throw, Lou City had possession temporarily. They gave it right back, sending it out of play for another throw to RGV. Neither team able to grab possession of the ball right now. Finally, Louisville City comes away with it. Manny Perez, now Mushagalusa. He's got time and space on the right side of the box. Picks up his head, looking to put in a cross. Now dribbles in against his defender. Puts the cross in low on the ground. It was toward Wilson Harris. It was on target, but Akwe steps in at the last minute to take it away for RGV. And it's cleared away by Akwe. It's a good cross, though, by Mushigalusa. I like the low-driven ball that he's trying to send in. I just don't think he picks up the placement on that ball well enough. And now at the back for Lucidi, given away by Kyle Morton to Fjeldberg. Fjeldberg dribbling down the middle, lifts it over the top toward Ruiz. Ruiz tripped up. And is a foul called here? No. No foul called. And after that clipped ball over the top that Ruiz could not chase. It is into the feet of Kyle Morton, the goalkeeper for Louisville City, and they'll build out of possession out of the back. Now Wilson Harris suddenly on the left side, almost like a winger, dribbling forward past midfield into Ray Serrano. Now the near side, Amadou Dia through toward Mushagalusa at the top of the formation, intercepted there by Akwe of RGV. This is an incredibly open game right now, Casey. Because both teams are committing so many numbers forward, and they're both doing such a good job bypassing the midfield. They're playing quickly through the midfield that they're able to catch the teams in transition. And so it is an extremely open game. Just neither team is really able to capitalize on that, though. They've both had plenty of opportunities and chances, but neither team able to do anything about it. We've got our first booking of the game, a World of Beer yellow card shown to Carlos Mogel Jr., the academy product for Louisville City, getting a start tonight for just the third time this league season. It's his second yellow card of the season. It was for a foul against Christian Pinson in the middle of the field. Those two colliding on a loose ball and Mogel just clipping the ankle of Pinson. So a world of beer yellow card to Carlos Mogel of Lucidi, our first booking of the night in the 65th minute. Lucidi in front, one to nothing. Wilson Harris, the goal scorer in the first half. Definitely a yellow card. I think he was just a little late on that challenge, but... I think RGV is really starting to grow in this second half. And I think if Lucidi isn't able to do something to capitalize on another opportunity, it could be looking at drawing here because I think RGV is slowly starting to figure out how to break down the back line of Lucidi. 64 minutes and 35 seconds and counting upward in this game. 25 minutes plus stoppage time to go as a foul goes against RGV here. Deep in the loose city half toward the near sideline. So it'll be a fifth third free kick to Louisville City. Kyle Morton will once again take it and send it long, which he does now. High in the air down the near sideline into the attacking half toward Amadou Dia. Headed out and away by Ricketts of RGV. It's a Louisville City throw on the near side there left in the attacking half. About 15 yards past midfield. Ian Solaire, who is now playing as the left center back in the back three, replacing Josh Winder, will take the throw. The Spanish Youngster in his first season with Louisville City. Takes the throw into Mushigalusa. Mushigalusa wins a second throw further upfield, just clipping it off of Cabezas. Solaire will take this throw once again for the boys in purple on the road tonight. Into Wilson Harris, left side of the box, just outside of the box, trying to dribble past three players. Akwe in there once again takes it away. His clearance, though, deflected. Picked up by Manny Perez. Threw on the ground to Harris, who has now run to the far side. Into the top of the six-yard box. Del Piccolo has it. Del Piccolo's shot is blocked. It's loose, and the follow-up shot by Mogel from 25 yards is well off target, well wide in the end, out for a goal kick to RGV. A really good opportunity, and Wilson Harris is able to find Paulo Del Piccolo. Del Piccolo does a good job to settle it, but he can't get the shot enough quick enough in time 
for the and then and then it allows the defender time to come over and block the shot. It was a great setup, and then the follow up from Mogel Jr. He does really well with staying over top of it and keeping it low. Just couldn't get the placement on it. Sixty six minutes gone by. Lucidi looking for a second goal. Mushagalusa dribbling toward the penalty area, but finally the flag goes up belatedly against him. Lucidi had won the ball just a moment earlier and Mushagalusa was in an offside position when they won the ball. So it's a free kick to RGV here. They take it quickly. O'Connor Ward, a ball over the top for them and the flag goes up on the other end of the field, this time against RGV for an offside call. So a fifth third free kick now to Louisville City. 66 and a half minutes gone by Lucidi in front, one to nothing. We talked about how open this game is, and all of these set pieces, all of these stoppages are really starting to slow the game down, and it's allowing teams to be able to get set in their shape. And so they have to continue to see if they can keep the high pace going. They do slow it down for a moment as Sean Tosh will leave this fifth third free kick for, I believe, Kyle Morton once again. And it is Morton on the inside right about 20 yards from midfield. He comes well out of his penalty area once again just to send it long and get it toward the other end of the field. It's knocked down, an exchange of balls, and Lucidi comes down with possession. Del Piccolo clipped through for Wilson Harris on the right side near the corner flag. Harris with it. Backward on the far sideline, Manny Perez thought about a cross. Now dribbles backward into the middle of the field. Carlos Mogel on his left foot. Now to the near sideline on the ground. Amadou Dia just about 10 yards in from the near sideline. He circles around onto his right foot. Through to Mushagalusa, left side, edge of the box. Dribbling in against Akwe on his left foot. Low driven ball. Loose at the penalty spot. Drop back to Del Piccolo. And Del Piccolo's shot deflected and finally saved by Tyler Derrick. An awkward moment for the RGV goalkeeper, but he did enough to keep it out. Really great unselfish play there, and I like the texture that Paulo Del Piccolo is able to put on the shot. I almost think Del Piccolo, though, could have taken a touch, set himself up a little bit nicer, and had a cleaner look on goal, but it's a great opportunity overall. Yeah, wasn't much power on the shot. It was set up there by Ray Serrano, and Del Piccolo was absolutely wide open, had about six yards of space to either side of him. Would have had plenty of time to have a touch and have a more powerful hit, but in the end, after the deflection, it was still a bit of an awkward save for Derek. We're going to have a substitution here. 68 and a half minutes gone by. Lucidi in front, one to nothing this time. The switch will be made by RGV. It's going to be Jose Torres. Again, the player that we mentioned was a member of the 2010 World Cup team for the U.S. men's national team. He comes off the veteran at 34 years of age, and he will be replaced by number 16, Frank David Govira and Govira uh, will come on for RGV, a youngster, 21 years of age from Columbia. That substitution brought to you by MHS Global. And the first look to try to go to the bench here, trying to see if they can bring on a player that'll spark their attack to bring some new energy, bring some new creativity to their attacking players. 21 minutes to go, plus stoppage time in this game. Lucidi in front, one to nothing. RGV looking to tie the game here. It's in the midfield with them in the attacking half. Akwe, the right center back, has come forward. Tried to play to the near sideline. It's easily cut out and intercepted by Amadou Dia. Now Lucidi breaks the other way. Mushagalusa into the attack. Picks up his head. A ball in the air toward the middle of the field. Chested down by Wilson Harris, but a heavy touch from him. will give it to Akwe. Now it's Ikaza for RGV as they come forward. Through the middle into the center circle now. A challenge comes in from many Perez. It's now Christian Pinzon for RGV. Turns, plays it to the near side, the right. That is where Giveria 
has it. The player who just came into the game, he tries to play it long in the air to the far side. It's intercepted there by Sean Tosh of Loose City. He clears it upfield where RGV takes over. Ricketts now for RGV. And on the near sideline in the attacking half for them. Forward on the ground to Pinson. A battle on the ground with Solaire. Pinson comes out with the loose ball and wins a foul as he's tugged from behind by, in the end, Paolo Del Piccolo. It was a physical battle between Pinson and Solaire. Pinson won that battle. Del Piccolo came over as the second defender, and it's a foul against Del Piccolo and a free kick to RGV in a promising range, probably 35 yards from goal on the inside right for them. This is a really great opportunity for them to be able to whip in a ball here in the corner. Like you said, it's a good range. I would look for it to be more of a service going for that six-yard or the, the six-yard and penalty kick spot targeting there. It is going to be difficult because Lucity does have several very tall ball winners in there, whereas I'm not sure how tall RGV's players are. Fjeldberg and Ruiz stand over this free kick. We're in the 71st minute, nearing the 72nd minute of the game. Lucidi still in front, one to nothing, courtesy of a terrific header in the first half by Wilson Harris, his third consecutive game in which he has scored. Our referee tonight, Ricardo Fierro, still organizing the players in the penalty area who are going to attack and defend this free kick. He now blows his whistle. Again, Fjeldberg and Ruiz stand over. It's going to be Ruiz from his left foot, an in-swinger, looping toward the back post. Ricketts was making that run, but it's too far in front of him and it bounces behind for a Louisville City goal kick. Interesting choice with having the left-footed player take this set piece because it's the right service, the right type of ball, but because a left-footed player is taking it, it's always going to be bending away from where the runners are. If a right-footed player was to take it, it would bend towards the runners and maybe allow Ricketts to be able to get on the end of it. So it's a goal kick to Kyle Morton of Louisville City. 71 minutes and 40 seconds and counting upward. Lou City hanging on to this one nothing lead. A goal could come for either team. Maybe for Lou City here. It's knocked down to Mushagalusa, right side of the penalty area, trying to dribble around a defender with several defenders for company. Mushagalusa was all alone. There were four blue shirts around him. He was the only white shirt up there for Louisville City. He lost out in possession. Cleared away by RGV past midfield. A battle for the loose ball. Lou City comes out with it. Manny Perez at midfield. Forward to Paolo Del Piccolo. Del Piccolo turns backward, is clipped from behind, tripped up and fouled. And it'll be a fifth third free kick here to Lou City, about eight yards past midfield on their inside right in Lucity attacking half as a couple of Louisville City players have gone down late in this game as you have to wonder about fatigue. We're going to have another booking here. It's going to be a yellow card shown to Eric Pimentel of RGV. That is our second World of Beer yellow card shown in this game and it's for that foul against Del Piccolo. So the World of Beer yellow card shown to Eric Pimentel of the hosts Rio Grande Valley. I think it was for a persistent fouling as well. A good decision by the referee, but seeing all those Loose City players go down, stretching, maybe cramping a little bit, it's not what you want to see if you're Danny Cruz, especially when you look at your bench and you really don't have as many options as you're used to having. Yeah, just five more players available off the bench. Loose City shorthanded tonight, fielded only a team with 17 players. You're allowed 18. It is West Sharpie in the center circle. Tries to play a long diagonal from midfield for Manny Perez who is making a bombing run down the right side but it is collected by Derek, the goalkeeper for RGV. He sends it long as RGV tries to come forward. Again, they need this game just as bad as Lou City. They're hanging on to the final playoff spot in the Western Conference. Down the near sideline, it is Gaveria. He plays across into the box over the head of Fjeldberg. Out to Ruiz. His shot is deflected from outside of the box but ultimately wide in the end. He swung on it on the half volley with his left foot. It took a deflection on its way through 
And it's going to be a behind for a corner kick to RGV here. It'll come from the far side, their left, as it took a deflection from a Louisville City defender. And Lou City's going to go to the bench here before this corner will be taken. Elijah Winder will come into the game. And another Louisville City player as well. Looks like Oscar Jimenez is going to be set to come into the game. But they will let this corner come in first. So those two subs have not come in yet. Fjeldberg sends in the corner. An in-swing off his right foot. And the header just flashes wide. It's behind for a goal kick. RGV inches away from tying this game with 15 minutes to play. Really nicely worked set piece there by RGV. And just barely barely misses that one. I think Lou City is going to be so fortunate they pushed that one a little bit wide because that was a great look. I think it was Ikaza that got on the end of it for RGV. He's had a couple of great chances. We will have those two substitutions that we just mentioned. They will come in now. Oscar Jimenez comes into the game to replace Carlos Mogel Jr. And the other substitution, Elijah Winder will come in in place of Paolo Del Piccolo. So Jimenez, a veteran, Winder, a youngster, replaces Del Piccolo, a veteran, and Mogel, a youngster. Those two substitutions with 15 minutes to play in Louisville City in front one to nothing over RGV are both brought to you by MHS Global Above and Beyond. We'll be really interested to see where Jimenez lines up. I think he's actually going to be a direct switch for Mogel Jr. And he's going to be in the middle of the field, which is going to be an interesting look because we normally see him on the outside as an outside back. So having him in a more central role, interesting to see how that's going to affect him. I thought maybe they would switch him and Ian Solaire. But it looks like he is staying as a defensive mid sitting right in front of that back line. Yeah, it's an interesting thought because we have seen Solaire as a defensive yes, midfielder a couple of times this season. But you're correct. It's going to be Oscar Jimenez playing as a defensive midfielder in the middle. And Solaire will remain along the back line. 14 minutes to go, plus stoppage time. Lucidy in front one to nothing, and they would certainly take this scoreline and take this victory and get out of Texas with all three points if they can hang on. It's a free kick to RGV. They send it long. It's flicked on toward the penalty area. Pinzon making a run, but it's into the arms of the goalkeeper for Louisville City, Kyle Morton, who falls on the ball. 14 minutes to go in this game as Morton rolls it in front of him and will send it long. High in the air, past midfield toward Wilson Harris up for the header. It's knocked down toward Jimenez in the midfield once again. He tries to play to the near side to Amadou Dia, headed away by RGV, but out for a Louisville City throw in the attacking half for Louisville. On the near side there, left, about 15 yards past midfield into the attacking half, and Solaire will come forward to take it. And here comes the tricky balance between trying to kill the game off, slow down the game, eat time off the clock, but then yet not losing the aggressive play on the field and not slowing down the way that you play on the field, if that makes sense whatsoever. You want to slow the game down, but you don't want to slow down too much of what you're doing and your progression going forward because then that's just going to take you out of the game. City gives up a foul. The free kick taken by RGV. They just hit it long. It's out for an RGV throw now on the near side. In the Louisville defensive half, the RGV attacking half. Ricketts will take it. He sends it down the sideline. And Gaveria goes down after a collision with Solaire. They argue for a foul. And I believe it's been given here. So it's going to be a foul against Solaire and a free kick here to RGV. It is, in fact, confirmed now. The referee has blown his whistle. So it'll be a free kick to RGV here about five yards infield from the near sideline near the corner. And this will be a set-piece opportunity. Fjeldberg and Ruiz standing over it. They can put in a dangerous ball here from the side of the penalty area. And like I said, the more opportunities you're going to give RGV, 
the dan- the more dangerous it becomes because they are such a good team that they can make you pay at any minute. 12 minutes to go plus stoppage time. It's going to be Fjeldberg with his right foot and outswinger into the six-yard box, and the header is wide. It was in the six-yard box. Ricketts was in there. Akwe was in there. And Gaveria was in there as well. Not sure who got their head to it, but it was well wide in the end. But not a situation where Louisville City wants to see a player in a blue shirt get on the end of that cross. Just in the six-yard box. Especially with two players making the run there and two players diving out for it. Louisville City has got to be a little bit sharper with their marking. That's a few times now that a player has been unmarked inside the six-yard box. Remember last week against Memphis, they came from behind with two goals in the second half after Louisville City scored two minutes into that second half. They went down in defeat 2-1, to one, including a late stoppage time goal for Memphis. RGV trying to duplicate that here, but Lucidi trying to add a second to shut the door. On the inline in the penalty area, Wilson Harris, he puts a ball toward the face of goal. It's deflected high into the air and behind. It'll be a Vi-Fi corner kick for City, and Harris nearly setting up a player making a run on the back post there. But the deflection will send it behind. It'll be a Vi-Fi corner from the far side. The City right and Oscar Jimenez will take it. As we move into the 80th minute, 11 minutes to go, plus stoppage time, Lucidy in front, one to nothing. Well, and as they take their time on the set piece, it gives me the opportunity to tell your Toyota move of the match, which is the ball from Paulo Del Piccolo into Wilson Harris for the goal. That is your Toyota move of the match. Toyota, let's go places. An excellent choice for Toyota move of the match. The Vi-Fi corner kicks it in by Jimenez, cleared away by RGV, and Lucidy will recycle and regain possession. We also have time to tell you, about the Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match as Paolo Del Piccolo, I beg your pardon, Sean Tosh plays the ball into the area that is picked up by Pimentel and cleared away for RGV. Tonight's Man of the Match poll presented by Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training. It's available for you to vote in. Head to twitter.com slash FC to check out that poll. It'll be open for the next several minutes as we close out this game. Ten minutes to go, plus stoppage time. City in front, one to nothing over the RGV Toros, as they're known down in South Texas. I'd have to think that Wilson Harris is one of the options there in that poll. And you can head to Lou City's Twitter account to vote in that. RGV coming forward, trying to tie the game. Mikaza in the middle of the field in the attacking half. To the far sideline, Ricky Ruiz dribbling in against Manny Perez. Sends a cross in with his left foot. And a f- the whistle is gone for a foul, I believe away from the ball. And it is away from the ball, and it is a yellow card here shown to Christian Pinzon of RGV as Oscar Jimenez was tripped up and he's down in a heap holding his right leg, his right ankle. So Pinzon books shown a world of beer yellow card and Jimenez, the player down injured for Louisville City. They'll have a fifth third free kick just at the edge of their defensive penalty areas. We get a look at the replay here and it was just a late little kick out from Pinzon to clip the back of the heel of Jimenez there. A little bit of a dirty play yeah. there. He knows exactly what he's doing. He sees Jimenez making the run. He purposely extends his leg out and clips Jimenez. A very dirty, challenging, great officiating by the referee to recognize that. And you were right. Wilson Harris is one of the options. You've got Wilson Harris, Wes Sharpie, Paulo Del Piccolo, and Manny Perez. So all players who I think have put forth a valiant effort tonight and definitely deserve votes for man of the match. Yeah, certainly Manny Perez has been impressive to me the number of times that he's been able to get on the ball down that right side and dribble around at uh, defensive players for RGV, but certainly Wilson Harris, uh, 
has the lead, I would think. The advantage, the, he's the favorite right now for that Man of the Match award, given that he scored the only goal in the game. Here comes Loose City forward. It's Mushigalusa on the right side in the penalty area. Takes a shot at the near post. It's right at the goalkeeper, Tyler Derrick, who blocks it with his chest and then falls on it. He picks it up immediately, rolls it to the near side, the right, as Pimentel sends it forward for RGV. A long ball down the near sideline. That is where... Pinson tries to keep it in play, but he can't do it. Can't collect it cleanly. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the near side, the left in their defensive half. But the chance there for Mushigalusa just moments ago. A good look for Mushigalusa. He doesn't have much of an angle there, and he doesn't really ch- challenge Tyler Derrick at all with that shot. I would have liked to maybe see him try to cut inside or maybe try to look to go higher towards the near post instead of going low. Battle for possession in the midfield after the throw, and Elijah Winder goes down and is fouled. So it'll be a fifth-third free kick here to Lose City. Seven and a half minutes to go, plus stoppage time in the game. Lose City looking to extend their lead at the Eastern Conference, at the top of the Eastern Conference, I should say, to five points. Again, Memphis losing tonight. A key, key result for Lose City as they try and lock down the number one seed in the East. The fifth-third free kick taken long by Ian Solaire. A curling ball off of his right foot. It was just trailing away from Wilson Harris, who was making the run. He can't keep it in play. It's out for an RGV goal kick. A little bit of a wasted opportunity on a set piece there. Lucidi has to limit the times that they're freely giving the ball to RGV because of the way RGV has grown in the game and the number of chances they're being able to create. You cannot give a team with this much of offensive firepower this many opportunities and not expect them to score. Game still very wide, still very spread, and you'd think there could be a goal in this game for either side. Not just Louisville City, but RGV with plenty of chances in the second half. The offside flag goes up against the hosts here as Jonas Fjeldberg had made a run forward on a long ball, but the flag up against him, so it'll be a fifth-third free kick for Lou City. Kyle Morton, well out of his penalty area by about 30 yards, will take this on the inside right in the Lou City defensive half. He's going to take his time in getting it back in play. He now connects with the ball, sends it long down the middle, high into the air, actually toward the right side. It's knocked down by RGV. It's Manny Perez on the far sideline, twisting and turning. Still with it, Manny Perez, dribbling toward the penalty area and finally taken off of his feet by O'Connor Ward as Perez tried to play it just to the outside of the box to Wilson Harris. RGV coming forward, Pinson, O'Connor Ward with it now again in the attacking half for them on the far sideline, but Tosh clears the ball off of his feet, back to Kyle Morton who sends it long in the air toward midfield. Headed down by Wilson Harris, Oscar Jimenez picks it up in the midfield, but a heavy touch from him gives it to Ikaza of RGV. Ikaza turns, plays the ball in the air to the near sideline. Ricketts has it now, steps on the ball, but picks it back up into the center circle now. Ruiz, now Cabezas on the inside left, tries to play it through to O'Connor Ward. A loose ball top of the Louisville City penalty area. It bounces into the arms now of Kyle Morton. Solaire and Fjeldberg collided there on that loose ball. And Solaire now down injured for Louisville City. And Solaire looking to be in quite a bit of pain. It was a very late challenge. I'm not sure if it was a cleat that got him. It was the way that he landed, but he's grabbing at his right knee, which is not what you want to see from a player. I think what happens is he, when he goes to clear it, his right leg lands, and then the attacking player for RGV goes through his right leg, and his knee is kind of stood still. So he looks to be in a heap of pain there. Training staff is out taking a look at him, but a, a very unfortunate injury. Hopefully he'll be able to continue. If not, Lou City's going to have to use their last substitution. They've got two subs left, but only one, one window, window right. left. Yep. Yeah, so Lair looks 
in a world of pain. He's down on his back, both hands at his face, clutching at his nose as he tries to fight off this pain. They're tending to his right leg, checking the inside of his knee. So concerning looks from Louisville City as we look at a replay here once again, and they just connected there. Fjeldberg and Solaire, their feet connected as they both went for that loose ball that was bouncing on the edge of the top of the Louisville City penalty area. And the concern immediately went to Solaire. He went right to the ground, clutching at his knee, waving his arm in the air, motioning toward the bench that he needed treatment. And Fjeldberg also looked like he knew exactly what happened as well. He looked a little bit guilty, was immediately coming up. Not, guilty may be a, a strong word. He looked concerned, I'll say, for Ian Solaire after that collision. So everybody on the same page here, everybody concerned about Solaire. And a number of RGV players, in fact, are standing around uh, near Solaire as if to express their concern. And while Solaire receives this lengthy treatment, 86 and a half minutes gone by, we're going to have a couple of substitutions uh, here in the game. I believe for RGV and for Lou City as well. One of them for Lou City, it's going to be Enoch Matiti Mushigalusa coming off the field here in the 87th minute. And he's taking his time in doing so. And this a notable substitution because it is the return of Cameron Lancaster. He comes into the game to replace Mushigalusa, Lou City's all-time leading goal scorer, returns to the field for the first time since June 5th. He was upgraded to questionable this week in the injury report. And he's not just questionable, he's in the game. Back on the field, back in action. Number 17, the Englishman for Louisville City. Again, the all-time leading goal scorer for the club. Back on the field. Another substitution for Lou City. It's going to be for Solaire. And it's going to be Sebastian Sanchez who comes into the game. He replaces Solaire who is... Looks pretty seriously injured. He's being helped off the field now. Not under his own weight altogether. One of the trainers helping him off. Uh, so Larry, the injury to the right leg. But Sebastian Sanchez, the academy product, the son of Mario Sanchez, the director of the academy for Louisville City and Racing Louisville, and also an assistant coach with Racing Louisville. So that's uh, a big moment for the youngster to come into this game. So Lancaster in, Sanchez in for Louisville City, Mushigalusa out, and Solaire out for Louisville City. We're in the 89th minute. We're going to have a hefty chunk of stoppage time surely to come, though, after this lengthy injury delay. Those substitutions brought to you by MHS Global Above and Beyond. Absolutely hate to see Solaire have to go off in the way that he did injured, but what a cool opportunity first for Sebastian Sanchez to be able to come onto the pitch and be able to have an immediate impact. I think he'll push into the midfield and Jimenez will drop in deeper into that cent- the third center back position. But the debut, this next debut of Cameron Lancaster, and I'm finally being able to see Lancaster and Harris play side by side. I've been yeah. waiting for this all season. I've been so excited because I think they're going to pair up really nicely together. So excited to have him back on the field. 
And again, it is the Lou City debut for Sebastian Sanchez here. So what a moment for him. What a moment for the Sanchez family. A free kick here for RGV from the just outside of the box after that foul. Fjeldberg took it, and he couldn't curl it under the bar, couldn't dip it under the bar. It's over the bar and out. A goal kick to Louisville City. So after that lengthy delay, it was a free kick after the foul committed by Solaire, and Fjeldberg took the free kick from about 22 yards, got it over the wall, but couldn't get it under the bar. It was a really poorly taking set piece, and it looks like they kept Fieldberg on the field just to take that set piece because immediately after he's substituted out. So to have that be your last contribution to the game, it was a very poor contribution. Yeah, Fieldberg immediately replaced by Ollie Wright, a 23-year-old Englishman, a native of London in England. He comes into the game for RGV in the 90th minute. We are about to move into stoppage time. Lucidity in front, one to nothing. Courtesy of a goal from Wilson Harris in the first half. Stoppage time is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. We have moved into stoppage time. We've not confirmed how much stoppage time we have coming. We will get you that number as soon as we know it. So we are in stoppage time. You'd imagine a hefty chunk after that lengthy delay due to the injury to Solaire. It's a throw to Louisville City. They send it down the near sideline into the attacking half. It's sent out for another throw to Louisville City. Further forward, Amadou D at the left back will take it. Ball over his head. Lucity looking to get out of here with all three points. They lead it one to nothing. And we can confirm that there are five minutes of Muhammad Ali International Airport stoppage time to come. So five minutes. We played about 40 seconds of those five minutes. So plenty of time for RGV to make something happen here. Harris on the inline, played a ball into the box with his left foot. No one making an attacking run for Louisville City. It's collected by the goalkeeper, Tyler Derrick. But RGV can't do anything coming forward. It's out for a Louisville City throw. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, on the far side, the Louisville City right in the defensive half for Louisville. And they will take their time in taking this throw. Sharpie leaves it. For a teammate who takes it, sends it upfield into the attacking half. Loose City wins a loose ball. Here they come, maybe trying to add a second. It's Harris. He's taken down from behind, just on the edge of the penalty area. It's a foul and a free kick to Louisville City and a World of Beer yellow card to Akeem O'Connor Ward for RGV. And this is a very dangerous situation for a free kick for Louisville City. It's on the right side of the penalty area, but just a yard outside of the box. And a pretty silly challenge there from O'Connor Ward. He's beat, and so he tries to slide in from behind on Wilson Harris. Really not sure why he's doing that there, especially because Wilson Harris is dribbling into one of his teammates. But I think he's very fortunate that the contact started outside of the box and finished inside of the box because he was just on the line there. If I mean, if it was a yard later on that challenge, it would be a penalty kick. Yeah, just a moment later, it would have been a penalty, surely. Three minutes of the five to come in stoppage time. Lucidi with this free kick, just a yard outside of the box on the right side of it. Jimenez and Serrano stand over it. Jimenez Jimenez approaches, runs past it. It's going to be Serrano's free kick into the six-yard box, headed away by RGV over the head of Paolo Del Piccolo. Actually, he's been replaced a long time ago. It looked like it was uh, maybe Sebastian Sanchez, in fact, who was the intended target of that play. 
So it's out for a throw to Louisville City on the near sideline. They're left. They'll take their time here trying to kill this game off. They throw it infield. That's Cameron Lancaster, in fact, who was the intended target on the free kick. The throw comes into Lancaster again, trying to hold it up, but it's taken off of his feet out of play. And, in fact, a foul was called against Louisville City. So a free kick here to RGV as they build out of the back. Lancaster's only played three games this year, and I didn't recognize him, Casey. I know. Well, his hair changes color so many times that it's hard to keep keep up with it all. But he, he is no longer blonde, so maybe that's yeah. why you didn't recognize him at first. Here comes RGV in the attacking half. It's the player that just checked in, Ollie Smith, through to Christian Pinzone, plays the ball into the six-yard box, steered behind by Wes Sharpie. It's a corner kick here to RGV as they try and come back in this game. Lucy City up one to nothing with just under two minutes to go of the five minutes of stoppage time. It's a minimum of five minutes, we should point out. Smith, the substitute, Ollie Smith, Ollie Wright, I should say, will take it. Now he gives way to Emilio Icaza. Emilio Icaza will take this corner kick. It'll be an in-swinger off of his right foot. The goalkeeper passed midfield in the center circle. Here comes the corner from Icaza. Swinging into the six-yard box. Headed away by Louisville City. Picked up by O'Connor Ward. Right side of the box for RGV. He puts in a cross. It's blocked by Lancaster behind for another corner kick to RGV. This time from the near side. They're right. Just over one minute to go in the minimum five of stoppage time. Louisville City in front one to nothing. And this is where the mental toughness side comes in. Louisville City has to make they're mentally focused, mentally engaged, and they clear the ball out. It's going to be Ricky Ruiz, an in-swinger off his left foot. Here it comes, high into the air, top of the six-yard box, headed away by Manny Perez. Right clips it back into the area. Pimentel knocks it down, still loose in the box. Loose City can't get it away. O'Connor Ward, a kick save from Morton. Back to O'Connor Ward. He clips it through for right on the far side, the left for uh, RGV. Right, defended well there by Cameron Lancaster. Still Lancaster comes in with a late challenge. Right goes down, and a foul called against Right. It's going to be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City, but a fabulous save there just a moment, ago, a moment ago by Kyle Morton. He reacted in an instant to kick that ball away on the shot through by O'Connor Ward. I have chills from that save. That was one of the best saves, I think, I have ever seen. Morton goes diving one way. The ball takes a deflection, and he extends his left leg up to be able to keep the ball from going into the back of the net. No idea how he did that, but I think he, with that save, should just become man of the match right there. Instantly, I think. Instant man of the match win with that save. There's a fair argument for it. The fifth third free kick taken by Kyle Morton. He sent it long down the far sideline. It's hit out of play, and that's it. The referee blows his whistle, and Lou City has won. They take it one to nothing over Rio Grande Valley FC down in Edinburgh, Texas. Wilson Harris, the goal scorer in the first half, on a header on a great delivery in by Paolo Del Piccolo. He receives some congratulations from his teammates, but some congratulations should also go to Kyle Morton for that key late save in stoppage time to earn all three points for his team. What a great win for Lou City. Memphis goes down tonight, so Lou City extends their lead at the top of the Eastern Conference back to five points. Great performance from Lou City. Exactly what they needed coming off of that big loss They definitely have reason to celebrate. They've taken care of business tonight, but now there's two more opportunities for them to get those three points, and those are going to be massive games. Loose City a winner tonight in their final regular season away game at RGV in South Texas. We'll step aside. Lots to discuss. 
Can Lou City hang on to that number one seed? We'll talk about it. Again, they win it tonight. One to nothing over RGV. The Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame wrap is coming your way after this time. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer on ESPN Louisville. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Imagine your bright career when you join the UofL health team. Now, imagine receiving free tuition to the University of Louisville. At UofL Health, we believe in investing in you and the power of education. So now, your UofL Health family has college tuition covered for all employees and their families. Just imagine the possibilities. For details, visit uoflhealth.org slash imagine. That's the power of you. As a sponsor of Lou City FC, LG&E is proud to empower sweet passes, monster saves, and in our humble opinion, the most loyal, loudiest, loudest fans anywhere. And when we're not... And when we're not cheering on the players, we're working hard for our customers with sustainability initiatives like SolarShare and electric vehicle charging stations. At LG&E, our energies go to scoring goals and to serving you. Learn more at lge-ku.com. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. It's time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-match show. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome back. It is a victorious Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game show from a Louisville City perspective as they take it tonight by a final score of one to nothing over RGV down in Edinburgh, Texas, near the southern border. That final score of one to nothing is presented by the Gorski Law Office, an official partner of Louisville City FC. That game was also a Mortensen Family Dental Clean Sheet. A clean game calls for a clean smile. And for Louisville City goalkeeper Kyle Morton, it was his 13th clean sheet of this season his 13th shutout of this season that is now just two away from the usl championships regular season record of 15 and with all of that we will officially welcome you in to tonight's post-game wrap-up which is brought to you by the kentucky office of highway safety reminding you to always play it safe behind the wheel buckle up and put your phone down be safe kentucky Jeff Milby, Casey Whitfield, along with you, it ultimately turned out to be a thriller down in South Texas. Louisville City somehow emerges victorious. A key late save for Kyle Morton in stoppage time just about kept 
all three points in the bag for Louisville City. Yeah, I mean, from what started out to be what I thought was a very slow start to the game, the first 10, 15 minutes, neither team really able to find many opportunities. It was just a lot of play between the 18-yard box, but no real solid possession to then lead to the loose city goal, which was absolutely beautiful. Paula Del Piccolo sending in a stunning ball to Wilson Harris for a beautiful header. And then going into the second half, the game opened up tremendously. It was just back and forth action. Both teams creating lots of opportunities, lots of chances. You debuts as well. Yep. You re-debuts yep. for players. Uh, but that save from Morton, I, I'm still like replaying it in my head and I'm still just like speechless about it. It was such a good save. Wilson Harris, the goal scorer to take the winning goal for Louisville City tonight. That goal coming in the first half of tonight's game in the 32nd minute on a header that was assisted by Paolo Del Piccolo. Several big picture items to get you here in the first segment of the post-game wrap. That was the 20th victory, excuse me, of Louisville City's season. That is the first time in club history that they've ever reached the 20-win mark in the regular season, and this the eighth year of Louisville City soccer. Those three points they earned tonight give them 66 points. That equals the best-ever point total by a Louisville City team. And, as we said a couple of times during the broadcast, the win, thanks to a loss by Memphis 901, puts Louisville City back in the driver's seat in the Eastern Conference in the race for the number one seed. They now lead Memphis by five points for that top spot. Memphis still with a game in hand, but Louisville City controls their own destiny once again now because uh, Memphis... Had they won that game in hand, would have been one point ahead of Louisville City. But since they lost tonight, they can only cut the deficit to two. If both teams win out, Louisville City would be two points in front, and they would clinch the number one seed. So some history tonight for Louisville City, and also a significant win in the race for the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. All reasons to relish this for Danny Cruz and company. You go on the road for the final time this regular season, hopefully the final time in the season in total if they can clinch that number one seed in the Eastern Conference and they come out with a gutsy win at RGV. They really held on late in that game. you got to be pleased if you're Danny Cruz. You absolutely have to be happy with the result today, the way your team performed today. You were coming off an awful loss the previous weekend. You were missing several players due to suspension, injuries, all those types of things. You had to travel quite a bit this week to be able to make it there and to be able to overcome all of that adversity, playing a different formation than what you're used to playing throughout the whole season, having to adjust on the fly, playing on a field that's absolutely massive. That was a huge field. To be able to overcome all of those obstacles and put out their performance and get the result that they did, it's definitely something he's going to be pleased with. And now they have to build on that, come home and celebrate in front of the fans what an incredible season they've had. We will talk about what is to come. Let's take a time out here. Two games to go for Louisville City in this regular season. Both of them at home. The next one coming up on Wednesday night against Detroit City FC. That should be a very fun one for Louisville City fans down at Lynn Family Stadium. So let's take a pause. We'll look ahead and also give you the full-time statistics of tonight's Louisville City win. Again, they take it by a final of one to nothing over Rio Grande Valley to extend their lead at the top of the Eastern Conference to five points over Memphis. 
Memphis. You're listening to the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety, Louisville City Post Game Wrap, here on ESPN Louisville. This new Toyota Tundra is amazing. It's rugged and capable. Designed, engineered, and built right here in the USA. And Tundra is more powerful and more fuel efficient. The iForce Max hybrid powertrain delivers 437 horsepower. And with a multi-terrain select, no matter what the conditions are, it automatically adjusts the engine throttle and traction. Well, the crawl control modulates the throttle and brakes. When we say you can go anywhere and do anything. Tundra really means it. Yeah. Toyota. Let's go places. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and late-night happy hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. Welcome back. Louisville City, a victor tonight over the RGV Toros down in Edinburgh, Texas, by a final score of one to nothing. The full-time statistics in what turned out to be a very fun and entertaining game, particularly in the second half. Louisville City with 12 shots, five of them on target. RGV, 10 shots, two of them on target, one nearly finding the back of the net in stoppage time off the foot of Akeem O'Connor Ward. And were it not for a lightning quick reaction save from Kyle Morton, it might just have been 1-1 at the end of the game. But Morton came up with the save and Louisville City left with all three points. RGV finished in the end with the possession advantage, 51% to 49% uh, for Louisville City. Three corners in the end to RGV Uh, as compared to Louisville City's two. We had six bookings in this game, three for either side. For Louisville City, a yellow card, a World of Beer yellow card to Carlos Mogel Jr., a World of Beer yellow card to Wilson Harris, and a World of Beer yellow card to Ian Solaire. And for RGV, three World of Beer yellow cards shown to them as well. The goal scored by Kyle Morton, by Kyle Morton. Listen to me. I've lost my mind late in this night. The goal scored by Wilson Harris uh, in the 32nd minute, assisted by Paolo Del Piccolo. 
and still no word on the condition of Ian Solaire. Went down with a scary-looking leg injury, not to speculate, but it looked like potentially a knee injury to Ian Solaire. So that is one to watch as well. A couple of other notes just to wrap up. Cameron Lancaster back on the field for the first time since June 5th, coming off the bench late in the game. And Sebastian Sanchez, the Academy product, the son of the Academy director, Mario Sanchez, making his Louisville City debut tonight. So that is the sort of statistical wrap-up on what was a great win for Louisville City. And Casey Whitfield now five points in front of Memphis for that top spot in the Eastern Conference. Lou City can clinch that top seed at home because they will return home beginning on Wednesday night for their final two regular season games. Yeah, an awesome opportunity for them, but it's not going to be an easy battle. Wednesday they play Detroit City, and Detroit's coming off a 4-0 win today versus Loudoun United. We know we've played them several times we can kind of play out how this game is going to go, and it's not going to be an easy match. It's not going to be a clean match, and it's going to be a full battle for the all 90 minutes of that game. And then the following that, they play Hartford Athletic, and Hartford Athletic went 6-3 to three today. So two teams coming up that are capable of scoring a lot of goals. Lou City has to make sure that they are focused on the task at hand and take it one game at a time. It's so easy to look ahead to the playoffs, but that's our job. We're the ones that should be looking ahead to the playoffs, not them. They have to focus on each game at a time. But some really fun games to come at Lynn Family Stadium. Great opportunities to be able to get out and watch Lucity and watch them clinch that number one spot. Fingers crossed that happens. Again, that game against Detroit coming up on Wednesday night. Kickoff for that game scheduled for 7.30. We'll have coverage for you beginning at 7.15 Eastern Time, Louisville Time here on ESPN Louisville. As Casey mentioned, that'll be the third time that Detroit and Louisville have hooked up this year. Twice in league play, once in the U.S. Open Cup. Both times previously up in Detroit. This will be the first time Detroit has come down to Lynn Family Stadium. And that'll be a feisty game, detroit a feisty team. They've had some issues between Louisville City and Detroit in the two previous meetings, so that'll be a fun one to see. And of course, there will be playoff soccer at Lynn Family Stadium this postseason as well. Louisville City clinching a home playoff game. At the very least, they potentially could clinch more. Uh, if they don't get the number one seed, they will open play on October 22nd. But if they do clinch the number one spot, that first home playoff game will come up on October 29th. Of course, tickets are available for that game and the two remaining regular season home games. Go to lucity.com slash tickets, or you can email tickets at lucity.com or call 502-LUCITY on the phone to purchase tickets for any of those games, including the playoff game. Uh, it was a fun one tonight, Casey. Just a final thought on this one. Uh, obviously, a great night for Louisville City. They take it one to nothing over RGV and extend their lead at the top of the Eastern Conference. Also, a great night for Racing Louisville as they also won tonight down at Lynn Family Stadium in their season finale. They finished the season with two straight wins to close it out. Yeah, for Lou City to be able to go on the road, know the circumstances, be able to take care of business, giving all of the adversity that you faced, all the issues that you had, or problems that maybe didn't go the way you were planning them to go for this match, to be able to win, great performance. But racing, I mean, I don't think I have enough words to say how proud I am of them in these past few matches, especially these last two games, to be able to come together knowing they were not going to make the playoffs, knowing that there was really nothing for them to play for except for pride and for themselves and for their fans. 
for them to be able to come together and put together those two performances was absolutely incredible. And it's got to send some positive vibes, some good energy going into next season. Your Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match tonight was Wilson Harris. He got the winning goal for Louisville City, his third consecutive game in which he has scored, and his 14th goal of this league season. And oh, by the way, that clean sheet for Kyle Morton, which was presented by Mortensen Family Dental, now sets a new club record for Louisville City for any goalkeeper with clean sheets. That was the 13th of his season. So that'll do it for us tonight. Let's step aside and go off the air. A thriller for Louisville City in the end. They win it one to nothing over Rio Grande Valley. And again, they are now back in the driver's seat in the Eastern Conference near clinching that number one seed and clinching a bye in the first round of the playoffs. Casey Whitfield, I'm Jeff Milby. Thanks for joining us. Again, the final score, Louisville City won RGV nothing. Lou City takes a victory down in South Texas. Thanks for joining us. Hey, I'm a coroner. It can be a tough job. But you know what makes it even tougher? Seeing people senselessly die because they didn't bother to use their seatbelts. Or senselessly die because they got distracted by their phone. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down. Because by the time I see you, It's too late. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids. For all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way.